Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Wonder Woman by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me uh, at, on, uh, what is it? At all, on all, (laughs) (laughs) on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Johnny. You can pretty much Google Austin Powers Minute and find me somewhere. Uh, thanks for joining me again, guys. No problem. Uh, today we're talking... Come on. <laughs> and today we're talking about minute number six of Wonder Woman, which is going to start with Antiope um, trying to convince Hippolyta, Queen Hippolyta, no lapses in decorum there, uh, that uh, she should uh, allow Diana to train as a warrior, as an Amazon. Um, and then the minute's going to end with Queen Hippolyta explaining why she wishes Diana not to become an Amazon or fight or do anything with sharp edges. Um, so it's pretty, uh, uh, it's kind of like the end of one scene and the start of another one. But uh, basically we get somewhat of a hint um, about Diana's origin in this one. Uh, we hear the... Um, I don't want to say infamous, but more so like the iconic uh, Diana origin where she's sculpted from clay. Um, but um, I I don't know if that's true. Like, I don't know. Like, I know typically with Wonder Woman, it is verb- like literal, like she is sculpted from clay. But I'm not sure if in the context anymore, especially with current wonder woman stuff if if they if they mean it so literally or if it's more so like uh we just don't want to say that queen apolita and zeus had a thing like a natural born um, child what do they say now don't they say it in the um at the end of the movie in this movie yeah they admit it she, she was... couldn't be a demigod if it wasn't you can't explain like a oh, a lightning bolt came down and struck the clay and now she's a demigod. Like, it doesn't work like that. Imagine how many people could become demigods if they got struck down by Zeus. Um, I don't know, like three? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it it is one of those things where it's like, now we don't know if it's just like, uh, and I don't want to say a lie, but it's just like, from a certain point of view type Star Wars thing. Shh, it, come on. <laughs> no, they're is. lying. They li- don't. There's no. That needs to get out of here. But need I to stop it with a certain point of view. Her sister in one of the arcs. I don't. It was probably like in the 90s or something. Was actually molded from clay. Diana's sister? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant. No, no, no. Diana's sister. I don't know if they, like, borrowed that for this or not, mm-hmm. but she had, like, like an African-American sister. Yeah. And it's not like it matters. Or African, the Muscarian sister? I guess that would fit that a little bit better. Yeah. Or just African. Yeah, And then, true. well, yeah, but then it's like, well, you come from the Muscara, so it doesn't... I don't know how to, I'm not not gonna try to guess this one. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. But, um, and who knows that, like, in Wonder Woman 1984, they might actually dive deeper into her origin. Who knows if there's gonna be more, um, 
mythological explanations of you know how wonder woman came to be in this universe um but queen apollita here explains to diana that she and as she's told her before that she's sculpted her from clay that's how she was born um and um and i guess later when she's talking to see trevor they explain about procreation like how they create life anyways but Diana was not a natural born child that she was sculpted from clay. Um, but she is in fact a demigod. So could it really matter? I guess what, like what really matter? Zeus what the and Hippolyta is? had a thing and then Diana happened. Okay? okay. Clay or not, but most likely not clay based. Okay. Um Yeah, and so it'd be cool to hear um well not hear an explanation but dive more into that like why why is it that that's a secret why is it that um zeus and queen hippolyta have this like we don't talk about diana like out of all the all the children that zeus has had maybe that's the problem maybe i got i got i got a little i'm trying to piece things together so we're saying that the the clay um are they, were they they're talking about the birth of it in this uh, minute here? Is that what we're it's talking about so much? It's just alluded to. It's just okay, like so you know, she kind of says it as like um, like a figure of speech, like uh, you know, a I've clay wa- figure of speech. <laughs> there you go. I was trying to find this this whole time. Uh, a clay figure of speech. I nailed it. Beat you to it. Um, <laughs> hang on, I have a question. Is the clay version a you know? just like a kid friendly thing and like are we supposed to yeah obviously it's a comic book and it's you know kids but why would it matter for kids Um, i mean well now i'm thinking back of i'm just trying to think of other demigods and stuff like that my first question was was hippolyta and zeus's thing like um was their little um fling tryst i don't know what what that means tryst it's like a fling another word for a fling was there tryst um uh, consensual or is like am I supposed to believe like or uh, that obviously it's not Jesus it's not real it doesn't I don't think it matters um but the way she it, talks about him asking. though I feel like no uh, okay hang on hang on hang on hang on hang mm-hmm. on was her telling like the clay just like something that you tell a kid and it's like yeah yes you know, it's yeah. like the stork brought you so what happened where was the disconnect in that uh Hercules movie the Disney one because that was straight up Zeus and Hera you know, Hera up in the, the cloud. He should have been full-on God. He was. That was the whole point. Hercules isn't a full-on God, though. I know, Hercules but in the Disney movie, he was because the fact that he was a God, he got snatched from Mount Olympus. He drank 99% Hades made him drink juice. the juice. <laughs> that was really to strip him away of his God oh, powers, okay. but he didn't finish it. He so he was a still a demi. Yeah, he was still a demigod at the time. And then, in order to restore his godlike oh, powers, yeah. he, didn't, he had okay, to go to the he underworld. Didn't drink all of it. Okay, he yeah, was a yeah. demigod because he didn't drink all of it. Yes. that's that's wacky. That's I'm ju- I'm, Disney. I like you. that movie a lot, but uh, that's a little. I'm just now trying to figure out like what the whole beginning was. And so, um, my reasoning for it all, and, and maybe it's because it's like, okay, well, how does how does a they were probably like Wonder Woman comes from this land that's all women. There's no men. How is she born? And then they're probably just like, 
uh well obviously no men so she's sculpted from clay and then they go from there and then the and maybe later on they're like oh just kidding zeus was a, not a good guy and he <laughs> well no i don't think because like it wasn't in the new 52 run she explained that she actually like hippolyta liked like Liked uh, like to like, Zeus. Like like to Zeus. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know because I um, won't say love. Love is strong, but I would say like like. She had a crush on him. They had a relationship. Yeah, but did Zeus like like her back? I don't know. He's a Probably god. Not. Does it? Can he like like people back? Do you think he checked the uh, maybe box? He probably did. He had uh, the flowers up there and um, doing the love me do love me not thing. But the reason why I took I was. Is taking a little hot second. Um, was the fact that I kept remembering the vague outline of how Amazons had children, but I couldn't be specific and tell you for sure that that's what the myth was. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it, I was looking for. Yeah, is it, the, a, is it a machine? No, and it's also oh. not clay. Uh, so there was like a special time. In which, like, male warriors and them would procreate. Mm-hmm. And if they bore a daughter, they would train her as an Amazon. And if they bore a son, they would send them back to their fathers. Who were the male warriors? Just were they just a Grecian people? Yeah. Um, recently, they were like, if it's a male, they get sent to work for Hephaestus. And mm-hmm. so, like, in his yeah. shop where he's... His forge, he's building weapons and armor and all kinds of things. The men there working are mm. from Themyscira, but they were born male, and so they were sent there, and they weren't allowed to live on Themyscira. Yeah, so he's um, just surrounded by a bunch of hunks. <laughs> the sweaty yeah. hunks. Man, that's the hunks. Um, Can you imagine? It sounds like a dream. Yeah, I think but, it is. <laughs> but um, so, like... And then there's some Wonder Woman, I, I, I believe the 2009 Wonder Woman film, I think it's 2009, um, that one did a compromise of the two origins where it was, she was sculpted from clay, and then Zeus was like, I will bring the clay to life. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's where it was like, eh, it's both. Um, but... Th- I, I think for the sake of omission in, in these type of stories where they're like, oh, no, there's no there's no relation to Zeus. You know, that's just like uh, you were brought to life by but him, but you're not his daughter. It's because they're trying to hide the fact. The whole movie is like, you know, you don't really know who Diana is. You get her origin story. You know mm-hmm. that she comes from Themyscira. You know her mom's the queen of the Amazons, blah, 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 blah. But we're kind of, it's like, <sighs> she's hidden Yeah, on purpose. That's the, they don't that's tell the you word. on purpose. Hidden, I think, yeah. is the important part, that it's hidden. But another thing I wanted to bring up is um, a lot of the architecture, and not just ar- architecture, but just the design of the mascara. Since we don't get, since we get the end of one scene and the start of another one in this one, um, there's a lot of things I was just looking at around in the background. And in this new scene, because uh, we do see 
what I'm guessing is both Diana and Queen Hippolyta's like just room. Um, Cause I don't know if it's just Diana's room, but um, there's, there's an openness to almost all of the mascara as far as design. And something I was reading in the art of book for this film is that there's, there's kind of like this balance and just like, I guess Wonder Woman represents balance in like a, like, like a bimodal system there's a there's like a bimodal like balance happening in this film as far as like openness but there's structure and you get that a lot with the way these people live their life here on the island and the way that the buildings are erected where there's a lot of yes it's a building yes they live in it yes they and you know, they can go from one building to the next but there's an openness to it all and uh we'll see in the throne room as well um in a few weeks but like it's a throne room but there's like just pillars there's no walls and it's like this very openness um i feel like you just described me my personality is structured openness structured but openness yeah it's like that's exactly um there's like this balance between two things happening in themiscara which i feel like they were like Yes, we want to be whimsical and magical looking, but there's also supposed to be this representation of like who is Wonder Woman and how do we invoke that and where they come from. Um, and of course, you get that with places like Gotham representing Batman and Metropolis with Superman. We got some more context for uh, the design of Diana's room here because the sun impression thing that's in Diana's like little bed nook thing Mm-hmm. Um, is more of a shell design, seashell, if you will, um, because the set designer, or um, they wanted to have a lot of Themyscira's uh, design to be influenced by Venus, and the Greek mythology equivalent is Aphrodite. Um, mm-hmm. And they were like, if you think about it, a lot of Themyscira they those amazons are daughters of aphrodite in, in some way so paying homage to all that like there's a lot of seashell working in all of um the architecture and so i guess this is their way of having diana have like this seashell behind her kind of like how venus has in that famous painting um mm-hmm. so there's like they wanted to like have that as an influence and then try to incorporate it. You see it again in the throne room. You see like a lot of nautical and like shell type designs because it's supposed to be like, oh yeah, because they are in a, in a way daughters of Aphrodite slash Venus. Could you sleep in, in a bed like this? Not with all that fur, but otherwise, yes. Um, I'm not um, well I mean, versed probably. in fur. What? I'm not well versed in fur to know if I enjoy having it. Ethically poor choice. Yeah. But I mean they live on an island that like they it's like everything's sustained within that environment. So. You know how you see like like in Ooh. other fantasy shows like um uh, Game of Thrones for instance like they have like the bed and it's all like these wolf pelts and stuff like that. Is it actually comfortable or is it just like yeah, there's just scratchy leather on the other side of this? It's also like I'd freeze to death if we didn't have that. Because the people who have that live in the north. But you're saying you wouldn't 
sleep in this bed because of fur ethically or you would not because <laughs> it doesn't feel good? Both. Because I get And hot. that's my question. It uh, Does fur stuff not feel good? I don't know how else to phrase this question. Depends on what it is. Yeah, probably there's probably different. You know, there's obviously different types of. Fr- I don't know, man. Who? Why are who you? Cares? Why are you looking at? Why are you looking at Hades? Like you're like, well, Hades is soft. <laughs> if I had like <laughs> ten cats on me, I'd be like, this, out of them. this is a nice blanket. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, I the bed. The bed looks kind of comfy. It, like I noticed, one pillow is like sh- just a like a buffalo or something. Do you guys notice it that? Doesn't it look, yeah, doesn't it look like it, have a, it has a face? <laughs> it does. Do, and I've never seen that for an animal where they're like, yeah, why don't you just leave the, like, <laughs> that's a buffalo. The, the eye right? sockets. It's like <laughs> yeah. the eye sockets are closed. It, that's what it looks like. But They're uh, like, hey, we're going to we're gonna take the skull out. Um, but its snoot is still, like, structured. Yeah, that's how you put more stuffing in there. The mouth. I also did not know that buffalo were native to the Mascara. Maybe it's like a yak or something. I don't know. Maybe we're seeing it wrong, and this is just like, that's just no. what it looks like to us. That's a that's a buffalo. But it isn't. It is an animal face. It looks like the chopped off head, like from what was that movie? Godfather. The horse with the horse in the bed. I see a snout. Yeah, I do too. But then, like, if you follow, like, the fur, like, the lighter fur, so, like, the snout, the face, it's, like, dark. It looks like it's almost shaved. Like, it's lost the hair. And then if you follow down, like, the lighter fur, it just cuts off sharply. And it looks like someone just, like, chopped the neck, just clean off this animal. And that's it. Well, that would make sense for, like, continuity for a buffalo, though, because they're, like, shoulders are floofier. Floofier is a scientific I word. Know. I don't know, and I don't. I honestly don't know if this is a if this is supposed. Oh, I think I, I think we're seeing it wrong, because if it is an animal face, man, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's more wild if it is an animal face. Is it? It's more wild if we're projecting the fact that it's a face. No, I feel like. because if it is, and that means they were just like. All right, just take everything out of it until the face becomes like a pocket and then just start filling it. And then like the pillow like right next to it is like looks like just like a brown leather pillow. Yeah, that one looks the most uncomfortable. Like that's that's just that looks like yeah, it looks that's like an s- armrest of a couch or something. Yeah, that's the summer pillow. That's when it's really hot outside, and Ew. you have a cold leather Ew. pillow. Have you ever slept on a, a leather imagine couch? Imagine your face sticking to that leather in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's hot. Come yeah. on, man. I've st- yeah, you stick to leather. St- uh, stick to gl- what's the thing? Stick to glue. St- uh, stick to you or something. <laughs> imagine I don't know, but. I don't even know if I want a uh, the buffalo head pillow. I don't even know if I want that. I mean, I, the neck looks like a good pillow, but the head looks like a nightmare. Looks, looks weird. Be all lumpy and stuff. I I don't know if it's a face. Listen, the more stereotype, the more up. I'm like, it's not a face. You didn't grow up with this as your bed, so that's why you think it's weird. Hang on, I honestly think her like her pillow, what she lays down on, 
is the entire animal, and it's stuffed. I think it's like because it looks like she's laying down on like the stomach of like a cow or something. Not a cow, but you know, just an animal. A moose. <laughs> or something. Doesn't it? Like if so you watch completely, like if you watch the, like the full like, you know, last 30 seconds or whatever of the of the clip. So you're saying mm. all those other pillows are the same animal. It's one it's, it's one n- continuous it's one pillow. Long, what she lays down on is one big pillow and it's just yeah. one big stuffed taxidermied animal. <laughs> Is the blanket also part of the animal? The it's blanket felt. honestly looks it's like, like wool. yeah, that looks like something that my mom has in a trunk. Uh, uh, my okay, we're we're forgetting the fact that there's a fire burning in this room. Yeah, she has she's sleeping with her head on an animal and a full on wool. Yeah, blanket. They live in a freezing. tropical climate. Yeah, it's got yeah, to get down. It's got to get so cold at night. I mean, unless she's in like you know in in a cave where it is really cold at night or something. You know, she's surrounded. It looks like she's surrounded by stone. So like you know, I'm one to believe that the entire living quarters is like castle esque stone. It looks cold in there, and maybe that's the fire. Yeah, but then they in the caves they have the 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 fun sexy scene that will come up eventually. The water scene. Yes. The bathtubs. Yes. The uh, I feel like there's a name for those things. Spring sauna, sp- uh, sp- hot spring, hot yeah. spring, cool springs, if you will. So if we have uh, cool a ranch, if we have a geothermal hot spring, and we live in a tropical climate, I'm yeah. confused. Um, but yeah, her her bed has like this cool like. Instead of a bed, it looks more like a like a reading stage. nook. She looks like she's on a stage. Oh, stage, stage works. Yeah, too. or like a bar table. Doesn't it's it's beveled. It's beveled on the corner. It looks like just like a a, a like a bar, just like a table, like a st- surface. It's just like a, an elevated surface, like a stage, and then it's probably just like a bunch of fur as the bedding, you know, like uh, Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, it's like the the coolest day bed I've ever seen. It's like it's just set into the wall which i mean is very nice i mean i think yeah it does look like it's whatever structure this is it looks like a stage you know now is this her is this going to be her bed her whole life i don't know i mean like if she as she grows up you think like that bed she'd outgrow it and they'd be like well i guess we'll have to build another wall for (laughs) or just change rooms she's probably it's like a castle (laughs) They did say that she's like the only kid, so maybe it's just like a kid-sized room, and then she, when she gets into, yeah, she'll change, you know. You know, people have nursery rooms or uh, whatever, what have you. People with money that have multiple rooms in a house or and you their know, lives like together. Royalty. <laughs> okay, but then uh, sometimes there's a baby monitor in that room. They, you know, they'll paint like a little. Uh, I don't, I don't know what would they paint on the wall? Clouds, but, maybe mm-hmm. a tree or something. And if you're really little, bougie, little, there's little, a video uh, camera. B with a little dotted line is the trail, and it like goes into a curl, like as if the bee's flying around. What kind of things are in a kid's room? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of like uh, the Winnie the Pooh like uh, oh, Q, yeah. Q line at Disney with the 
the quotes oh, yeah. and stuff. Although yep. now they have like the interactive stuff. Like it's exactly what it is. Oh, you can play um, with the virtual honey. Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I had a friend growing up that uh, for the longest time of our lives, their bathroom. It was like you know the 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 two boys. Their bathroom. Um, was uh, decorated as Winnie the Pooh stuff for God, I uh, twenty years or something. <laughs> <laughs> like for forever, it was just Win- it was always Winnie the Pooh. The the mom and, was uh, like, "I'm gonna pay to get this all like thematically decorated, and then that's it." Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was so much of doing that, but maybe she just uh, had, like, a large Winnie the Pooh collection. And that's something that just, like, completely eludes me, and I have no sense whatsoever of uh, of doing. And that's, like, figuring out a layout of, like, a room or a decoration, of the decoration of a room or something like that. Like, how do you... D- I, don't, I don't know how to do that. I honestly... I can't. Well, see, that's the thing. Is like, uh, who are you decorating it for? Who is this room decorated for? Is well, is like, is this castle? You know, does Queen Hippolyta enjoy this architecture? She ever like, man, these walls are ugly. Like, I can't believe I live in this place. Or is she like, no, I wanted it to look like this, and Diana's gonna like it, whether you know, you know, whether or not she likes it, it's gonna be this way. And I guess that's the same thing with parents having kids and decorating their room. It's like. Hope they like Winnie the Pooh because I'm putting that on the walls. Yeah. Yeah. You grow up with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and then you're uh, like, I don't like it. Place. And the parents are like, I don't like it either, but we decided we were going to do it. So uh, it's done. And then now everyone's just like, I guess we have Winnie the Pooh walls for 20 years. Pooh walls. Uh, Pooh <laughs> walls. Yeah. Damn. For Johnny, sure. You and I, same page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh that thing behind her um the little the little sun whatever the sun sun thing sun yeah there's sun lights wall. in that there's electricity in that thing there's electricity in the wall no it's just yeah. tiny tiny fires no yeah tiny little tiny little where, torches where do you see the the oh you're talking what about what do you like, mean you're it's talking lit about up like in the, in the, the three corners yeah it's set, yeah or like, it's all the way around it's like just like rope lighting Diana, the nope. original E girl. <laughs> She's got twinkle lights on her. Man, room. what's up with that, right? I went to I was driving by um I was what, in an E-girls? apartment complex. Uh I was actually in your guys' old apartment complex and I was driving by. You know why I was there. <laughs> I was driving by. I don't know. And why there was there. a there was a room uh in the building next to where your guys' was and it was all the way at the top, top floor. And I've I've noticed other things in there before, but this time and like I had to, like I had the thought. I was like, "Oh, they gotta be, you know, a Twitch streamer or other, other <laughs> shit," because uh, they got like um, these like hexagon. Oh, those lights. things! And it's like the the neon pink and blue. It's like the soft pink and blue that you see all over. All- What's up with that? What's wh- how did that aesthetic come into like a like a vaporwave uh, neon color of just pink and blue? And like now, that's like what every streamer has as their background, and like lights their room up. What's going so on? Talking about like pastel blue and pink. Yeah, and, and it's like neon, and it's like yeah. yeah. You know what I'm you talking c- about? Yeah. You can buy them. They're like polygons that you can like shape into different. I don't know Shapes. why I know this, but yes, 
they're like they come in like you can get the hexagons or you can just get like random polygons and just like organize it on you but yes it's like a e e kid e kid e person uh streamer thing you know people why isn't that a thing can we can i look to e person just look look up e boy or e girl they haven't uh no i don't know if they've accepted the full spectrum of the (laughs) (laughs) i'm I don't know if that community is all inclusive yet. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> well, they literally okay. So everywhere else on the internet, there is like people are accepting the spectrum, yeah, 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 yeah. right? But right. for some reason, they won't hashtag a gender nonconforming e person. So I don't know. Let's start it. All right, hashtag e person. Please, mm-hmm. we gotta accept all of the spectrum. So we're saying Diana is the original E person. Yeah, with the with the um, uneven lighting in yes. her bedroom. Her color scheme is off though. Yeah, it's too earth toned. <laughs> Instead of blue and pink, it's. Uh, we need to get some over- Overwatch colors rusted, in here. Rusted, yeah, I know, right? Emerald and gold. Uh, uh, nerf, nerf that. <laughs> Something that they say. <laughs> The kids say these days. Isn't that what that kid says? Um, but yeah, it's it's a it really. Uh, the more I look at it, the more it doesn't look like a bed. Uh, it does look like a like a reading nook for like someone's <laughs> living room, where it's like I feel like oh that's, yeah, like that's a Clarissa good place. Explains it all like windowsill thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it has always looked like to me. It's like it's yeah, a child can sleep there now. Mm-hmm. But grown-up Diana cannot sleep in that. That's a nook. That's not a That's, bed. I, I honestly, I 100% think that that is a stage. Because it has the cutout for, like, an orchestra in the front or the groundlings. And it's got, like, this scene, this uh, sunburst behind it. Mm-hmm. That is, this is definitely a stage. And but it's for, just got fur on the, as the But bedding. for what, what size of human being is it a stage? Maybe she a, was, maybe, you know how, uh, didn't, uh... Richie Rich have like a a puppet show shit in his house or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's definitely, but like I'm thinking, you know, I'm piecing together a Grecian and theatrics. Yeah, and Diana, uh, they the are synonymous. That was part of her uh, education is yeah. theater. Yeah. Today we're talking about minute number seven of Wonder Woman, and the uh, minute's going to start out with Hippolyta beginning to uh, tell Diana. A new story, a new bedtime story, and the minute's going to end with uh, an introduction uh, of a, a a particular god. What do you think the other stories are? Just that you were made out of clay over and over again? Uh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> I resisted so hard not saying that at the beginning of yesterday's episode. I'm proud of myself. I made it for the, the entire episode. Thing? But yeah. yeah, the dreidel thing. Yeah. Uh, so today we're going to be talking a lot about uh, some some cool Greek mythology stuff. Yeah, this is a cool minute. I think it's pretty cool that we were fortunate enough to get like this type of showcasing of like, look at all these Greek gods that we've known for a while, just in our actual lives, and then we're like, yeah, they're they're all here. The whole Mount Olympus thing is here. So, what are your guys' takes on this uh, this little sequence we got here? This is great. Um, 
Do you think this uh, booklet that she's opening is uh, actually moving? Like, you think it's uh, magic? Like Harry Potter? Uh, just magic. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know that's you know that's Harry magic exists outside yeah, of Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling invented it, don't you know? J.K. Rowling, <laughs> I know I'm all in. Um, Johnny, what we got any? Uh, what's your first impressions about this bit? A very romanticized retelling of how the Amazons were fit into society. You said it's a romanticized telling? Yeah. Um, in the uh, romanticized, in what way? In, like, just, like, the blanket term of it? Mm. As it just being, like, p- a polished way of just, like, you know, introducing the Amazons and not... The real uh, way? Yeah. The re- yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, and also, uh, not just for the audience, but for Diana. Because you wouldn't want to tell... Like, I don't, the way... Obviously, this is a... Tales of slavery, I guess? Uh, She said, this is very inaccurate. There's no way in hell that Ares would have had thigh-high gladiator boots ever during that time. Everyone would have been naked. No clothes on whatsoever. Everyone's naked. This isn't like... like Dionysus did not (laughs) paint this painting. If so, then yes, everyone would be naked and drunk. But it's more of like you're trying to teach a little kid of like a triumphant story of the Amazons, right? So mm-hmm. I, there's a point at which they hit a conflict or them being enslaved, and then Hippolyta and Antiope uh, broke the bonds of slavery and all that, right? So it's like a... There's a resolution that's positive. Yeah. But the whole tale of Amazons is pretty tragic all the way around. Mm-hmm. So it's just romanticized for the viewers of this movie, and it's romanticized for Diana. That being said, though, I I enjoy, I enjoyed that romantic, like yeah. You're not going to be able to tell the real story. Oh yeah, yeah, like- absolutely. But I I think what's great about it, um, is we we've had many different different ways we've been told about just greek mythology in in general anything from you know like more recently you had this film you had immortals you had other uh, god i love immortals so (laughs) greek mythological it's much more gritty yeah and then you even have stories like hercules you have stories like god of war even is is another way and they're all just different ways of like how are we going to tell the stories about these greek gods this right here is just like i'm not i'm not ever saturated with the greek mythology stuff there could be another greek mythology movie out tomorrow and i would be like i want to see it Mm -hmm. like clash of the titans anything like that i am like i'll see it like yeah cool if this was its own movie, I'd see it. And um, when was the last time you saw like uh, like Gladiator? Um, Russell Crowe. It's been Scott. a while, but I who did that one? Uh, Ridley Scott. Yeah, it's you know been... I've never seen that movie. Yeah, she's never seen it. It's uh, it's you know, it's what they. I'm gonna get make people mad, but it's a guy movie. You know, let's see. You know, they'll play it on TBS on a Saturday afternoon or something like that. Um, 
It's fine. It's got its problems just like everything else. I think it's a work of art. But that's just me. Really? I do. I think it's great. I think it I, think I do enjoy it. I think um, uh, I, I think it's great acting all around, to be honest. To be completely honest with you, it's phenomenal acting all around. I think it's just like as far as like Ridley Scott being like Here's what we're gonna do. Here's the set pieces, uh, and all this is gonna come together. I think it 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 works very well. Like it starts off with mm-hmm. a massive battle that they had to do, um, and just the notes about how that opening battle was filmed is incredible. The fact yeah. that it's what is it Rome fighting those like Germanic tribes, and that mm-hmm. there's that war happening, and that, that's the end of that war. That's that battle. Um, that's incredible, and. Um, uh yeah just everything that happens in that movie i think as far as filmmaking it's like wow it's that's i don't really care much about the the things that i yeah the things that i take uh away most uh in like movies like that and really i mean a lot of them too even what we're doing with these past couple minutes and what we're going to be doing and probably a lot of all this themiscare thing is like the architecture and just like the setting of it Mm -hmm. and how you know, that particular director, that set designer, whatever, how that production came to an agreement of what this scene should look like and all this stuff. And it's not really just, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's heightened when it comes to things like, um, period pieces and whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's really cool to, to just, to just see those types of things. Now I, I, I want to assume that, this animation that's happening in this Baroque style um, painting, the story that she's telling, I, I, mm-hmm. I want to believe that it is actually magically enhanced to animate before Diana. Um, yeah. There's no confirmation for that. And I think... I'm thinking it's magic. Yeah. If it's like it's supposed to be like a kid's book, why wouldn't that just be like something to have Uh, you know it's like in the same sense of it being a pop-up book yeah and also the fact that it's like it's this one painting that's locked and wrapped in fabric yeah and then when it does start moving she has like a head tilt of like oh this is interesting um and and so i think like it is actually animated or animating animate moving it's i don't know I feel like it is actually like coming to life in in their world, um, but even if it's not, I think uh, I'm looking at the a photo of it right now um, that you can get in the art of book, and it's like a two page spread of like this entire uh, piece of art that Hippolyta is showing Diana, and I think it I, I I'm assuming you could read it left to right. And it's like telling the story. And so you're seeing some of those characters because you see Zeus twice. You see him on Olympus and then you see him. Oh, yeah. It's like a relief yeah. uh, sculpture or something. Um, and so like. Or no, I guess w- w- isn't I guess relief is raised, right? Yeah. Like, really. Like carved or carved like into. In, and like this yeah. is like more of like a, a Baroque style uh, piece of art where it's like these kind of oil paintings. Um, <coughs> and so. Which, the fact that they did that, they were like, hey, we're going to tell this, you know, this story of, like, basically the world coming to shape through Greek gods. Like, we're confirming them, one, which is incredible, but two, it's like, we're going to tell it through, like, this broke painting. And we're going to have, like, this flashback done this way. I'm talking just, like, 
as far as the film like mm-hmm. patty jenkins was like yeah we're gonna tell it as like a broke painting it's gonna be animated and it's like this is the coolest thing since the uh that deathly hallows one remember they did their little animated uh storytelling bit in the you just had to bring harry potter back because of magic Come I'm on, trying Mark. thinking back like when was the last time a, a live action film did like an animated flashback that you were like uh Man of Steel did the liquid metal that was why don't, you, why don't we why don't you keep it in the same franchise we're covering Mark <laughs> huh be a little professional <laughs> got Harry Potter on the brain how did uh how did how did uh how did uh uh, Gil guy do it, Aquaman. What was the beginning there? It was Jason Momoa. Uh, oh no, that was just his dad, wasn't it? How was the Atlantis story told? I can't remember in Aquaman. Was it Jason Momoa narrating, or was that just the beginning with his uh, parents? Now you got me thinking. Was there an Aquaman? Yeah, there was a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There series was the of well placed flashbacks. Yeah, there was flashbacks of uh, Atlantis all steampunk. Yeah, but that was yeah, but that was like an actual flashback. I was trying to think like, was there like a water thing happening? A water. That's thing? That's what I was trying to think of. Like, yeah, was there a water like, thing uh, in the beginning when he was narrating about his parents uh, or whatever? No, not that I know of. I just remember him narrating in the beginning of the movie. Shazam had like uh, magic smoke dust flashback yeah where he was showing black adam and black adam was like made out of magical pixie dust you know you know what i'm talking about no i know just (laughs) what's uh put it in a harry potter term he'll he'll figure it out like yeah you know like the poly juice potion oh my god (laughs) i'm taking a stab at all we're gonna throw him over to the harry potter podcast they can have him now People do that. Is a Harry Potter podcast? Harry yeah, Potter there's minute? a Harry Potter minute. They do all of them. Ooh. I think so. I don't know where they're they at right now. They did all of them. I don't eight. No, I don't think they're done. They're doing Fantastic Beast minute too. That the, would be. I don't know. That'd be rough. Get it? Because they're beasts. Rough. Anyways, um, are like R U F F? Like a dog. <laughs> like a dog. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I there's something cool about. Um, the way that these characters are a little like um, doing these slight animation movements, like it's not too animated. It wasn't like they're like, oh, now now the broke paintings animated. We're just gonna have full. Um, it's almost like um, digital three D. They started to do this with like uh, motion comics. Did you guys ever see? Lintennial is what you're is what you're describing. What? Lintennial, uh, like Lintennial, where it's like. Um, layered uh layers of it's 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 the same thing that they use animation but not animated it's just layered and like there's a plastic that has like you oh. know the horizontal He's lines talking about it. like you move it and, and if you move it right to left it'll do like little motions it's called lintennial i didn't know what that was called. i wasn't Lin- talking about that lintennial. but i do know what you're talking about i was oh. talking about more like actual motion comics where it's like you ever watch those oh yeah they had an x-men one on for a while yeah yeah, there was like a Dead Space one too, but they were like, "This is yeah. this is that." It's like a motion painting. It was like, "Here's a broke painting, and it's got motion." Yeah, Marvel to it. Now was doing that for a while back in like 2011 or 2012 or something like that. And then I think, um, 
I can't remember, but I felt like there was like a DC, like they did like a Batman Incorporated that was like motion. It's like they took the comic and then that. they, I, I think nowadays you can take the layer out. Like you can, you can make layers out of a comic book panel and then they make it motion comic, which is like a, sounds like a tedious process for little payoff, but there's something about that where they're like, yeah, we can, um, manipulate the layers now now that we've cut them into their own separate layers we can manipulate them but this what's cool about this is that i'm guessing for the sake of for the sake of animation this is a fully 3d rendered um world like these models especially areas where you see in this minute areas what the hmm can you hear my phone going off? I do not hear your phone. Going I was off. hearing more of your creaky chair is what I thought it was. No, it, my phone will just like go off and like play Oops. random videos with sound and like nothing's happening. I'm sorry. That it's scary. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> what do I do? Restart it. Turn it off completely. Yeah. Put in airplane mode if it still plays you, you got to destroy it. Um but with like Aries with Ares's movements as he's influencing evil into the world, like he's yeah. doing some magic Greek God stuff. Um, and you see his shoulder, his right shoulder come into the forefront. It's like, that's a 3d model. Like there's no way a 2d model is like, all right. And now you're going to be showing this other side of your body. It's like, even though this looks like a 2d plane, and there's animation, and it has, like, that motion painting effect. They mm-hmm. do such a great job of being, like, hiding the fact that these are 3D assets in a 3D animated, like, render. Um, and that they still have, like, this sense of 2D. And I, I want to know how they, how, how do you do that for 3D objects to make them stay looking 2D? Because you don't see that very often. I guess cell shading is what's mostly used. You see that with, like... Borderlands and some other uh, pop culture yeah. stuff. I think even um, it's probably just layering at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like uh, different types of shading to hide those um, anything that would make it look too three D and make it stand out too much. Unless, I mean, hey man, what if um, you know what if two D images are just starting to get converted into MP fours? It's just flat. Yeah, what if it is just flat and it's being animated? That's yeah. like this would need like its own behind the scenes feature at where it's just like, here's how this whole thing was animated. But like, yeah, it's it's such a yeah. Cool and then I mean, there was yeah that animation part. But um, isn't it cool? I'll try to just me thinking about this right now, and it's probably you know against the rules or whatever. But isn't it cool that how in Justice League where they showed like some you know the battle between the gods and uh, 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 apocalypse and all this stuff. It, it from uh, what I can remember, and we'll probably have to think about this. Uh, write this down. Um, like the um, the filter, like it looks the same. Uh, this, oh uh, hazy, yeah, like overcast sun kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, desolate almost, just because you know the mountaintop and then the ground and everything like that. It's like you get that same feel from this in Justice League. I do remember being in theaters being like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, obviously that part was amazing. See Zeus throwing the lightning bolt and whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, this is cool. One thing I will point out, though, is that um, 
at like 45, 46 seconds. So like from like 44 mm-hmm. into that, um, it's showcasing uh, the people, man, yeah. mankind. Mm-hmm. And Diana's reaction is so joyful. You know, she obviously loves mankind. And it's just she's so tickled by just seeing them frolic and, and be about. Yeah. It's a really cool. It's really cool. And then like it shifts up to Aries and then her face, you know, changes. Yeah. I think it's very much like it's kind non-verbal of nonverbal acting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. On her part. Absolutely. Um, but I guess you would say it's kind of like um, it's and I don't want to say the word naivety, but because this is someone who does. No, it is. It's exactly what it is. It is naivety, and but it's not. It, naivety is not a negative. Is not always an, has a negative connotation. To exactly, it. and that's why I don't. Society wanna... just makes it that way. Yeah, it's it's contextually it makes it negative, mm-hmm. and that's usually on the person. Um, but yeah, na- naivety is not because that's. Uh, what is what is another? There's another term for it that's also used for children. I can't think of what it is because she has every right to you know, be happy about. These people living in peace and being watched over and protected by Zeus and his people. That's really cool. That's what something that I want to talk about real quick. That um, introduction into whatever you want to call it, but like that that idea of introducing like the gods and how their relation to us, and not just like you know, or, uh, in relation to my experience in organized religion and what that was like, and that you know, me and people telling me what that was. It was never like this it was never zeus and you know all the gods uh you know watching over and protecting i guess in a way it was i always just got stories when i was in church and it was just like oh yeah gods and you know in the clouds kind of thing growing up as a kid it was just me telling like uh you know bible stories and that wasn't Mm -hmm. always involving god so like hippolyta just like um Obviously, it's probably, you know, been told to her before, but, like, us, as the viewers seeing it the first time, Hippolyta's nonchalant explanation of, like, the gods on Mount Olympus created uh, these beings in their own image, and they watch over them and protect them. It's so... Uh, geez, I'm a little lost for words, but so, it's just so... Uh, well, it's what? like... It's like... Uh, there's, like, a tangibility here. So, like, yeah, when you get told stories about, I guess, like, organized monotheistic religion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the god in which you are worshipping is an intangible, omnipresent, omnipotent, what is the other omni? The all good. Being. All good, all knowing, all seeing is the three. That a monotheistic god embodies. That was last movie, or two movies ago. Yes. Yes. So that's also just the thing about monotheistic religion. Although I guess Amanda Waller was that in the last film too. So okay, the all good part. Well, if you oh yeah, the all good Um, part probably not. So when you like, there's and it's forbidden, right? There is no you can't have a tangibility. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you were gonna say you can't have all three because Lex Luthor's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, the uh, the idea of like uh, an idol is like forbidden. Yeah. So it's it, like monotheistic religion, organized religion, kind of like steers you away from the idea of like idol worship, which is a pantheon. Mm-hmm. It's like 
that is you know what they look like you go to a place you worship their likeness yeah. even though you're also worship yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's like they're creating this tangibility of like here's this person this is what they do here's this person this is what they i what ideal they embody and it's yeah. also splitting the pantheon splits the idea of that omnipotence or mm-hmm. that um like all powerful into categories right so like zeus is the king of olympus um but his brothers and sisters and dad and all this stuff they represent different pieces of the whole time space war love so for that for a person to want to i I don't want to say like ask pray for Mm -hmm. pray for yeah a certain piece you're not all you're not praying to the same person that everybody is praying to for everything else you're going to aphrodite for love and uh fertility yeah well i mean christianity has that with like um the patron saints and whatnot yeah but you're not Um, supposed to worship false idols right Exactly. That's why it's like, what do you, what do you mean? And then yet you'll have a medallion with you know Saint Peter on it. It's like a loophole. Saint Saint Anne, and and then when you're so in in Catholicism, when you you know your coming of age thing is um confirmation, and you're supposed to take on the name of a saint, and that's again uh, idolization of uh, on on some level. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh well, kind of well, going 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 backwards here, guys. Yeah. Um, I it's mean, just I don't know, and then the idea of like Aphrodite being that concept of love, and um, mm-hmm. you know, Kronos being the the concept of time and stuff like that. That seems that I, I it's really hard for me not to expand and think um, cosmically. So like if mm-hmm. I'm picturing Greek mythology and Roman mythology as like these uh, these these idols that are specific to region ideas, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Zeus, Poseidon, Hermes, those kind of things. And then you obviously want to think, well, what's above them? Because that's what we do. And mm-hmm. it's really cool to incorporate space in that and be like, oh, yeah, well, that's just like, that's out there. It's still space. But like the concept of love, the concept of time, the concept of whatever the hell the other one is, like those things are still present, mm-hmm. you know, just in in your mind just like in society that is so it's cool to just like think of someone i don't know it's just really cool to to incorporate and not just go into monotheism and and just be like oh well there's just the one guy that's supposed to uh but give the, me a bountiful feast but the funny and then thing there's just is the one guy that's supposed to keep me away from war <laughs> the funny sorry the, no the funny thing is it's like all of these all of the gods and goddesses of the pantheon embody a human concept so humans yeah. humans have to create the concept of a god. Yeah. So you're creating the concept of Ares by mm-hmm. knowing that war exists and putting a name to it. So you're kind of const- this is a larger discussion for a very oh, yeah. non oh, yeah. non oh, DC yeah. oh, podcast, yeah. but it's like a you're creating the concept of your own religion. Yeah. So you can fathom if you can fathom that there are other things that need to go higher than space and time and you 
create kind of a structure of a concept around it, you can probably create a piece of mythology and a god or a goddess to be a part of that domain. I do want to point out one thing, though, that uh, at the top of Mount Olympus, or this mountain or whatever, uh, seven figures. Seven Mm -hmm. figures. There we go. It's cool, right? It's really cool. And I I never know if I really (laughs) paid attention to... um, that god aspect aspect of DC and the Justice League. Um, can you na- or should we name out? Try to figure out who those seven are. I can name maybe like three. People bring it up all the time about. Um, and I guess people do it to. I don't know if it's a dig, or people just like to compare. But they they usually do say like, the Justice League is like, they are gods themselves. Mm-hmm. Or like God's trying to be human, um, they give him some sort of God aspect, and I, I never found that to be to have a negative connotation. I think that's a cool thing. Um, I think it's it's like that's what superheroes kind of are in a way that we aspire to be like that. Or like if if superheroes are what we should be striving towards, is that not the same way to being close to? like godliness you know in a sense so it is one of those things where it's like yeah i'm all for it if if you want to make that parallel between greek gods for example as your dc superheroes by all means that's to me that's i there's no way i would really say Mm -hmm. no to that um and then of course you have i think the, the the biggest parallel is probably um poseidon to aquaman especially with the trident um, Mer- um, uh, not Mercury, the other guy, Hermes. <coughs> Hermes as Flash, mm-hmm. uh, Zeus, of course, Superman. Now, do you think uh, that I was thinking Zeus is a uh, could be Wonder Woman? Now I was trying to figure out, not as like you know centerpiece, but um, but yeah, uh, but then what would Wonder Woman be? Uh, 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 uh the Pantheon lady. What's her name? Could Hera? Sh- could Not she Hera. Or, yeah, I was going to say, or could she herself be the god of war? Oh, yeah, she was the god if of war. she could be the god of truth. In the new yeah. gods, right? Not new gods, but in the new 52, she wasn't the god of war. Mm. Yeah, she could be the god of war. I mean, <coughs> Ares likes to call himself the god of truth, so that could also be the thing. And that's the other thing I was saying earlier is like, they say Ares poisoned the hearts of men. But he explains that he really doesn't do that. That it's within them all this mm-hmm. time. You can't fix men. You can't take the poison out of them. It wasn't something I put on them. They've always had this. They've always been these um, flawed individuals. And so maybe, you know, again, there doesn't have to be a negative connotation to God of War. And, you know, Diana could be that god of truth even. Um, but um, but then I, I don't really know what kind of person Batman would be. Hades. Lord of the Underworld. Is that? Would that be Batman's equivalent? I guess maybe could Batman also be? Could God of War? Do you think they're like? But you have to think about it. Gotham would be akin to the Underworld. I'm buying it. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody else. <clears throat> Mm-mm. 
Well, and it's also, if you're going to make, it's kind of like if you're going to make Zeus Superman, mm-hmm. which I would say Zeus is more I was like going to say Apollo. Yeah. But it's like if you're going to make that like big three thing of like them all mirror big three, then if, you know, it's kind of like two yeah. sides of the same coin. They're brothers. We have to, we have to, I guess we have to first establish who our seven are. Obviously, it's the Trinity. And then you have the four other ones. Usually, it's Flash, Aquaman. And then you have two other ones. Most people would say Green Lantern's in their seven. You know, um, you know what's really funny? Permanently. This um, article has made Green Lantern Hephaestus. Oh, yeah. He's Hephaestus. the builder. Yeah, mm-hmm. constructs. <clears throat> what, are you thinking someone else? <laughs> I'm sorry. They're just, they picked eight. There's an already an article that's like, oh, Justice League was like a Greek pantheon. And I was like, let me see what they picked and see how spot on. I laughed because Martian Manhunter's dying. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tragedy. Why? Yeah, but. Uh, Tragedy. Why? It's his, his, he got, comes from a, I mean, well, same story as Superman coming from a dying, dying planet, last of his kind kind of thing. His whole, you know. Well, what's the tragedy in Dionysus? Uh, the world. I don't know. Everything. He Dionysus Di- is the um Dionys- is the is the god of of theater. So, uh, wine and parties. I know that. I know so that, but I don't know what the tragedy. It's just tragic. I don't know why they part of that is tragic. It's just, it's just theater. It's tragedy. Tragedy and comedy. Because it's sad as hell. Okay. He just throws parties because he's depressed. Tra- I don't Isn't know. Isn't that the Great Gatsby? <laughs> right. Dionysus was a. Uh, he's a Greek god of theater, right? That's who they prayed to Dionysus before the play. Please. Yeah, but it's, it's like he's all of the entertainment and, like, yeah. fun stuff. Um, so all of the drunken, like, festivals, all of, like, the more debaucherous parts of mm-hmm. it's all Dionysus. But then also, but then also Batman. A- That's, you know, his whole shtick is uh, tragedy. He saw a theater as a kid and it's his, with his entire thing is tragedy. Also, his parents yeah, got shot, it's I his guess, entire thing is, is Dionysus. I mean, it's just a... He throws extravagant parties to cover up his depression. <laughs> Great Gatsby style. Just just go become a thespian. Same thing. Man. Gatsby's Dionysus. <laughs> just 1920s American yeah. Dionysus. So flapper um, girls. So that's the Justice League, huh? Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. It's like multiple, Flash, I guess like multiple Aquaman. heroes could play multiple god roles. Well, because the pan- but we're saying this seven, the original pantheon is. You didn't say anything about cyborg, but, but and he's a he's a he's see, weird because he's yeah. man, but machine and like what 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 god is uh, uh like like combination or or I mean even like demigod that's half god half Hercules. That's what I was gonna say. We have to think about who is the seven of this Justice League, the one that we have and the. The, the seven that we would have had is Aquaman and Green Lantern. Which Green Lantern would be a Shazam for sure. Shazam is, is Zeus. Oh, did you say that? Yes. Shazam is Zeus for sure. So who did they say Superman was? Zeus. No, no, no. Apollo. That. I agree Apollo. that he is Apollo. Yeah, he's Apollo. Apollo. Yeah. He's Apollo. This, this, it's a sun. Like he, it's, it's no I know, brainer. I know, I know. I'm just okay. So Zeus 
is Shazam. Poseidon is Aquaman. Hermes is Flash. Flash. Hera don't necessarily agree with the fact that she is um, Wonder Woman. Why that's... isn't it a, at least Athena? I think it's Athena. I think Athena would be the one that's standing up there, not Hera. It's got to be either Athena or Ares. And but I, Hera's I... like a... I think it's Athena. She's like an OG. I'd say Ares, but... Is there no cyborg one? You could also make the argument for cyborg for Hephaestus. Yeah, you could. I mean, you can also make the argument of Green Lantern as Apollo. Yeah, you could. The god of light? Just Yeah, just bringer of light. Bringer of fire. Well, and um, Athena is Oracle, actually. And she's I she would be the closest, then, I think. Yeah, then I would buy Hera as being Wonder Woman. Because Athena's reason and wisdom. But then that's not a that's not no, a that Oracle isn't Oracle isn't I know it's seven. not that's man. This is an entire this is a data's wrench got shoved so far into this machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's no one fits Aphrodite either. I mean, other like you can't really say the argument in the article was black uh, uh black canary. My argument here, which was weird for me, but is that we have solidified. You said seven. We're not going past seven. Yeah, there there's no 12. eight. There's no twelve. There's yeah. seven. Okay. You have your seven Justice League members, yeah. right? Okay. We're all in agreement of mm-hmm. the seven. Who is I honestly, it? I don't know. We were. I was. I was going down. We got up until <laughs> we got up till. Um. Apollo, and then it fell apart. (laughs) We have six so far. And then why would, I mean, I don't think. Flash, Aquaman. Because you're also trying to think of like, okay, you can't just start pulling from random bits and bobs of Greek mythology to fit the person in the Justice League. You have to be like, who are the big players in the Greek pantheon? Who are the big players in Justice League? Fit them together. And you have to go, you probably have to go into like a particular um, time where everybody was universal about, like, you know, these few Greek gods. And, like, you know, people like Dionysus wasn't in there. Yeah, people prayed to him, but it's not like he wasn't he's like, in paintings. He's like a bee. Yeah. So, like, then Hades would be Batman. Yeah. The seven is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, yeah. Aquaman, what do you, Flash, oh. Cyborg, and Shazam. Because there's no confirmation about Green Lantern, so we're just yeah. going to... Or Martian yeah. Manhunter. Well, Martian Manhunter's Swanwick, but he's not yeah. there. They're, yeah, they're going to be benched until there's actual confirmation. Until then, Shazam is the seven. Shazam is Zeus. Mm-hmm. Apollo is Superman. Mm-hmm. Batman is Hades. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman is Hera. Ares. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> Ares. Ares. Fine. Cyborg is Hephaestus. Okay. Yeah. I'm asking. Yeah, no, that's it's that's right. In yeah, this if, sense, if yes. Green Lantern's sense, not a yes. part of this, no, Green yeah, Lantern's then he'd out. be a Festus. Yeah. Aquaman. Poseidon, clearly. Oh, I was thinking Hermes. I'm kidding. You're silly. I that probably just confused someone right now. They're trying to. Follow this is a good question to ask in the group, though. Okay. Aquaman. So, is but like, we're kind of messing up here because on the mountain it has seven up top, but then Zeus is, is kind of below them. One, two, three, four, yes. five, six. Yeah, because that's just oh, yeah. That's the yeah. loophole. 
but also he's seen twice because okay. he's also seen to the left. It's like I maybe maybe he's it's both seven. in the center there at the ring and then as well, uh, you know, down on the mountain. He is because remember you said it wasn't a it wasn't a story. Yeah, you have exactly. to look at the whole it, it thing. Wasn't a story, so yeah. it's almost like a not tableau. a narrative. It is a story, but it's not. Oh shit! No, that's the same thing. Um, <laughs> it's not linear. That's the, that's the term. Um, okay, so this will be a fun thing to ask in the group. Yeah. Build your Justice League and also equate them to the Greek pantheon. <clears throat> and honestly, it. it's it could be, it should be um, right now. it should be like who you feel is because it shouldn't just be like a you know what we just said. Like, because if you think yeah. Dionysus should be Batman, hey, I'm I'm one. I'm applauding you because that's <laughs> awesome, and I agree with it. Martian Manhunter doesn't need to be Dionysus. Come on, get out of here. No, I think uh, that's some, weird. something else. You know who so there's a, there's got to be like a face lo- changer, uh, je- jester type of two faced type person of, of, the, of the Greek gods. I would love to see it in in other mythologies too. Um, like, obviously, an easy one to do is just do the Roman version of it, where you just go, yeah, you know. Aries is Wonder Woman is Mars and something like Venus. That. Like, wow, wait a miss. What? No, Mars, the god of war. And yet she would be directly related to Venus. What we've been talking about mm, in the last have to she be. is Yeah, you made that she argument. She is a direct representation to Venus from what you were saying in the last episode. Yep. You know, that all women are born from Venus. So you're broken you're breaking up your continuity yeah. here. Yeah, but she is and she's not Mars. Yeah, but that's what I'm both. saying. So, that and you can't also <laughs> you also can't say that every woman is born of Aphrodite. No, but that's it's kind of like a false statement. No, that's love is born from Aphrodite. Yeah, but that's um, we're talking more about like uh, what's uh, what's the painting, Bonicelli's uh, Birth of Venus. Bonicelli's Birth of Venus. Yeah, but that's that's what the shell design was for is to represent that. Who's standing the birth in the shell? Woman. Venus, yeah. <laughs> who's not... sleeping in the shell in the room, <sighs> Diana. Okay, but but see now it breaks just because we switched over to Roman. It's, I mean now, it, now it's, it's just I think no, it, you yeah. broke your I own it's, thing. It, it's still fun. No one's getting mad at each other. I think it's yeah. a fun thing to no. do because it is like multiple. These characters can, <clears throat> excuse me. These characters can uh, embody multiple. Greek or Roman gods, uh, however you wish, um, and it could be whatever you mm-hmm. feel like. And I think that's that's just a, something that's really cool because there's you know there's so many of these gods, and so many um, aspects that they are uh, that they that they represent that you can easily pinpoint one characteristic of a comic book character and and pinpoint them to that. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're gonna switch over to uh, Gaelic. So which one's Kukulain? Which one's who? <laughs> Green Lantern. Now we're gonna switch over to Norse. Which I was gonna say Thor? Loki, and that was good. That was my uh, Martian Manhunter thing. But he's not a. He's. I was gonna say a trickster just because he can sh- change shape, but he's mischief, really. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know anything about Norse mythology enough to know like. Kukulain's just a heroic. Watch figure. the mask, and you're good. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which one's the Jim mask? Jim Carrey. What do you mean? <laughs> no, which Justice League member? Flash. No, the mask no, is, is Loki. Loki right? The mask he puts on, he is he becomes Loki in that movie. I know. It's like he has the spirit of mischief and Loki in him. That's what it is. Yeah, Loki. yeah. Which is weird because when it gets on to Darien, it's like power and 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 weirdness, and it's like, wait, I don't, 
you're still supposed to be like your intentions. Yeah, you're still supposed to be like pull my finger. Like what's going on here? Now you're like beefed up mob guy. Yeah, the dog had the right mindset. Uh, yeah, the baby had the better mindset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, if uh, join us and and let us know um, what you think what? about. Who's who? Is that what you're still? We're what? still. Ta- we're, we didn't even talk about the minute. I was still talking. We this whole twenty done. minutes of. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were done. I was like twenty minutes <laughs> of the previous the minute. minute that we were talking about. <laughs> no, I'm not done with the minute. I was just like be- leaving it off the table so we could stop yeah. talking about it. Um, but if you're listening, yeah, definitely uh, let us know your thoughts on on the seven and how they parallel with Greek myth- Greek uh, Greek gods or any other mythology if you want to get into that um but yeah absolutely we got other stuff to talk about in this one um obviously it shows um like the birth of the the amazons as kind of like um kind of like i don't want to say a gift but like they were it's a band-aid is that how you would describe it? I mean, it's a way, to, it's like, it's throwing a monkey wrench into what's already happening. It's like, oh, this is bad. Let me fix it. And then, wow, ladies, boobs. What are you talking about? What's what's happening? <laughs> so, like, Zeus. Aries poisoned the, the hearts of men, and the answer was Amazon. Oh. Yeah. So, we're like, what are they? And I'm like, um, either a Band-Aid or a monkey I, wrench. Well, I think you have to... So if the Amazons are birthed from um, Aphrodite, then in my headcanon, they have a heightened sense of compassion and love. So introducing a jealousy, uh, suspicious, torn mankind and introducing them to these with heightened sensed beings, um, I think it, one, it can go either way and... You know, it definitely goes the wrong side. But, yeah, that is the answer. It's like, you know, how do you stop the fire? Uh, throw water on it. So, oh, I like that because women born from water. That's <clears throat> yeah, and there's, thing. you know, it's like this As whole siren aspect. Of, I don't know if it's, it, I guess it isn't really siren because they're going to the land and they're not really hypnotizing anybody. It still felt very siren-esque. Um, now, what is that as far as like, oh, we're just going to make better humans? Is that just saying, hey, did we mess up the first batch and we're just going to release better ones? Um, and that's the answer? Yeah. I'm trying to pull coals in like the fact that they're, they created yeah. men. And man, then man like, creates dinosaur. Oh, no. Uh-huh. I've been there. M- m- men are broken. <laughs> and then they're like. We also have to think... Uh, we're also going to build better women now. It, it's... Mankind means literal man. Uh, no, not... Yeah, no not in this sense. There's women here. This is the race. Mankind... That's what I was going to say. Oh, there were no women before, and then... No, but that's not right. There's women here. But they're predominantly in the next... No, there's uh, two women trying yeah, yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, to, okay, go to four seconds, five seconds. It's it's men and, and women. Let me see it. And then there's the crowd, the yeah, gaggle a, of them behind them on, like, you know, the 300 bottleneck ridge oh okay i see that part it's man okay. and women so which i mean I, you know i don't really like that that term mankind which is yeah silly but because you could you could easily take it literally yeah. and then that's yeah, usually humans. what i do <laughs> mm. uh yeah humankind 
Um, so yeah, is the yeah. so yeah, make oh, better, make make better yeah, humans. Humans 2.0, but this time they're all one gender and not two. It was pro- there's probably something right? about you know them being like, hey, women are you know women are the better. Make make them make them again. Get them in there. <laughs> this time, turn it up to a twelve yeah, or eleven. Do the spinal tap joke. Uh, oh man. Um, see, that's that's again where like my brain goes to like. This is uh, it's hard to explain this in this context without being like I don't understand why they just created women again. Or like a, a female, better, better female turned up to an eleven. Uh, my question yeah. is, wh- why did they stop? Why didn't they just be like, let's just get rid of the first batch and just? Make- oh, you know, like mass genocide. That's probably yeah. not good. What What else have the gods done? That could not be- mass genocide. I don't think at least they do some crazy stuff, like Zeus it turns into bad. an animal and comes down to Earth, and then it yeah, it's a lot bad of stuff. as a pitch, but. I'm sure the Greek gods probably had considerate. Um. Oh yeah. I don't think absolutely. So. But also, I don't. I, like, I, hey, I. don't know. Maybe. Um. Also, you're putting Greek. Yeah, I don't think. I don't this, think we're this, supposed this to idea think about of it Greek... that hard. I don't think we're supposed to poke that many no. holes into why they decided to create the Amazons, or you know. Well, to be fair, most of the most of the stories of the Greek gods are like humanity is entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with like, oh, we're actually we care about yeah. you. Yeah. They don't give a shit. They're just like, yeah. oh, we created people, so it's like inter- it's like theater for us. They're just playing Minecraft. Yeah. Stardew Valley. But uh, so uh, that's why I'm saying like that's why I'm like doubling back of like this is a very triumphant, mm-hmm. more romanticized view of like why Amazons were created, their origin story, and well, us uh, doing this and us trying to like figure this out. We're like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Well, to be less uh, humorous about it, I, they, they created the Amazons to be the ones to solve the problem. Not so much replace, but to be like, hey, we created these humans to go. It's like the police. No, they're just better. It's they're they're <laughs> the they con sings. It's just hey, they they're just better. Um, yeah, but they were their job is to go and and stop it, and calm it down, yeah, cut it out. Teach them good, teach them discipline, teach them to be better people. And then the bad people said, "How about we just enslave you?" And then Queen Hippolyta was like, mm, "That you better not." And so that's how, that's the story, is that. They sent these better humans to go teach the not-so-better humans. The not-so-better humans did not-so-better things to them, and the better humans said, all right, we'll just go live in a bubble now. Uh, Yeah. Sure. No, that's, that's yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, whoa, hey, this is uh, too much. And then it's all, I mean, that's, yeah. the, they, they, yeah, why wouldn't you just be like, F this, I'm out of here. We tried to make you guys better, and you did the opposite. You enslaved us. So, see yeah. you later. Which is exactly why Hippolyta doesn't like mankind and refuses to leave the mascara. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Antiope shares that. It's just they have oh, different yeah. ways of going about not liking those people. 
humans, man, whatever, however you want to um, notate them as. But Antiope as well is like, yeah, no, they tried to enslave us, and we were like, no, <laughs> as if. <laughs> Well, Antiope is trying to fight fire with fire. If Ares is coming, she wants to fight him with war on his own terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which like they, but like there's got to be something. I don't know. Maybe that's just like it, it because it's in them inherently as them being just better. Um, Amazons being just better versions of humans um, that like they don't completely succumb to the feeling of war um because i mean they're peaceful within themselves you don't see i mean obviously there's no war on themascara there's no war within them no one's uh, you know doing aladdin and running down the, the street with a stolen bread you know there's almost like a like a yeah it's not code. there's there is no jealousy there is no um whatever aries just said jealousy uh something else um yeah, we're gonna get those. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. But there's still there's still like petty crime in that. Them Why well, would there right? be? No. no. Why would there's, there be? No, it's it's I'd, paradise. I'm what are you just talking asking about? Yeah. It's ut- It's a I'm, utopia. I'm yeah. No, there is no question. such I know. thing. I mean, un- until Diana steals the um the armor. But I mean, it was hers to begin with, so it doesn't really matter. But it's just like is what Antiope doing not in some way a crime a violation no there's no violation whatsoever no i don't think no if you think if you think about it it should be more of a violation for an amazon not to train as a warrior than anything else which is probably the argument um Mm -hmm. and for being and diana being the one that's like hey out of of all of us i mean (laughs) come on yeah (laughs) Um, yeah because imagine imagine a world in which she never turned yeah. as an Amazon. Um, and Hippolyta won the argument. And Diana was just like normal. She'd be a really good politician. On Themyscira. Yeah. She'd just be the next queen of the Amazons, but she'd have no yeah. battle. It's just really cool to think prowess. that like Antiope is not um, further swayed by the feeling of war and all that stuff. Um, I think her feeling of war is a matter of protection over like yeah, anger. but it's it, exactly it's just cool that you, to to think like hey you're looking at it right there like uh, she and her army does not feel the need to go out and seek out war much like man does and what they eventually do in this movie and diana is is meant to become somewhat of uh, of in between Antiope and queen apollo right like is she supposed to be that middle ground like growing up to be well no she's something uh, as fiery as Antiope, but then being is she transcends I mean, both yeah. of them though it's it's one of those things where it's like you you wish for her to be the best parts of the you know the people that raised her and taught her but also mm-hmm. she is not them and she's better than them she's a demigod she's diana prince of mm-hmm. themiscara it's completely different when it comes to her thing so yeah hopefully she does have the best parts of the two of them but you know She's ultimately better. That's that's what everybody. Yeah, hopes for exactly. <laughs> it's it's like you hope to take the best parts of you and give them to your child, but ultimately your child surpasses you. 
Yeah. So. I've been trying to look at Poseidon's trident, and I know it's touched on in Aquaman. That it is his trident. But that is his trident. Yeah. Yeah, it's passed down from king to king. Poseidon's trident that he uses. Mm -hmm. Right? Or did they make a, did he make a new one in, did he make one in Aquaman? It was like, and then King uh, Atlan was like, yo, this is magic. Did he? No, he went to get the one. Right, yeah, the one in the. My my question is: Is Atlan's trident? No, Poseidon's I think it's different. Because mm. Poseidon's yeah, trident is it's the King Atlan's trident, the unbreakable one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, it could just be a painting, and you know, like you know, it doesn't have to be verbatim, but it is an actual trident. It's not a quindent or anything like that. Oh um, yeah, and and Atlan's is a is a. Two four Atlans six. Is a full on no, he has six. There's two on each, is or at least two four five. Is to at the, the end the trident it's that he fork? has. Yeah, it's like a it's pitchforky. The trident that he has at the end of the movie in Aquaman is like um, you know, it's got like two tiny ones on the mm-hmm. sides, right? No, no, no. That's his. That's that's um Atlana's trident. Oh, you're just trying. You're oh, I see what you're. No, it's like um, it's just an Queen Atlanta's adornment. Trident? It's not like a part it, of it. Okay, hang on. So there's a trident uh, of trident Atlan's of Neptune from, and then the picture is from New Fifty Two, and this one does have shit. Hang on, this one does have one, two, three, four, five points to it. So it's like a regular trident, but then there's two smaller ones branching out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a. There's a technical term for what And then that one, so like the Trident of Neptune is a seven relic of Atlantis. And I do remember that whole Aquaman and the others thing, them finding the relics of Atlantis and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. But that's, what is that? That's Trident of Neptune. So yeah, maybe that is that. But um, Which Neptune is the Roman equivalent anyway. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe it's different. Who's the other guy? Poseidon. Poseidon? (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh see so, look yeah, see also uh trident of poseidon that one's just got three and that one's like some from i don't even know from some like golden age picture uh trident of poseidon is an unbreakable yeah. three pronged lyster that serves as an extension of the god's own power i don't think anywhere this <laughs> says lyster l e i s t e r yeah lyster is that like a that's just what lyster. that weapon is called, a pitchfork type thing, three pronged lyster. It's like a pike. Yeah, I got a word for you. It's called trident. Uh, yeah, nautical and stuff like that. I'm trying to figure out like no one. Yeah, no one has. Aquaman doesn't have this, so he does not have a Poseidon uh, but, trident. But similar to this film in the way that they're describing origins, I'm talking about like the Aquaman movie. The question is going to be, does Atlan have Poseidon's trident? I don't remember. I'll go watch does the movie. Exactly. We'll, you guys uh. will get there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Is that one um, next? As the story Aquaman's after this? Uh, what is after be. this? Justice League, right? Oh. It's Justice League. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> 
Oh, man, I think that one's oh, going to be a coin toss or something. And so it's explained here that Ares basically killed all the Greek gods. He was The like old gods. The old gods, if you will. Uh, and he, so he killed all these gods, and Zeus, before he dies, question mark, uh, uses the last of his power to defeat Ares. Um, and, uh, not sure, like, if that's supposed to be, like, like, when a god dies, what happens? You know, like, because it's implied that Zeus is... Zeus and the others are gone. There's just Ares now. And so they don't govern what they are, right? Like, they don't... Like, it's not like without Aphrodite, there's no love, right? Like, there's no... and as we Yeah, no, it film, doesn't go away. Yeah. Like, killing Ares doesn't stop wars kind of thing. That's the naivety part of it. The naive part of it. Mm-hmm. So, but... With them dying, it, it really just is like, okay, well, they're gone now. Like, they're human, too. And I hate to use the word human, but, like, they're... Mortal. Mortal. Only a god can kill a god, though. So it's not like you can just, like, knock on the door of Mount Olympus and... Punch Zeus and his kids. Yeah. You first got to get through that uh, labyrinth or something. First, you got to fight this minotaur. Yeah, that's also there. And then you, uh, apparently, you gotta hit Ares with this. The Minotaur, the Minotaur is in the labyrinth. Yes, he's in the, but he's it's in not, the maze. It's not under Mount Olympus. I thought it was. I thought it was the, at the the entrance to Mount Olympus is. The, there's an entrance to Mount Olympus in the in the labyrinth. Is that not true? The it's it's a labyrinth to like a, a king throws people oh, in. Wait, you're thinking of tar- li- Tartarus? Tartarus. That's what I'm thinking of. Which is the underworld. Yes, I'm thinking of the labyrinth and the Tartarus. Yeah, okay. okay. But you have Sorry. to no, opposite. Do you have to go through Tartarus to get there? To Ooh. get where? To Mount Olympus? No. I don't know. D- okay, I, I I'm trying to. Th- I was trying to think back to like how is it usually told where it's like, how do you, you get? Just, you just pan you up as- into the cloud. How do yeah, you I ascend? Just, I, think, I think it's just up the mountain. In God of War, that's how it is. It's like he frees the titans, and then all the titans literally just start climbing, climbing mountain. the mountain. They're yeah. Like, you mean Hercules? Yeah, that's also what they did in Hercules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, no, that mountain. And they're like, oh, yeah, that mountain. Yeah. Yeah. It's a joke. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I think uh, also in God of War, they do things differently where Tartarus is actually on Kronos and Kronos. Instead of being killed by his sons, he was forced into some kind of enslavement where he carries Tartarus on his back. And you have to go through. Yeah, that. That isn't that's a th- well, Kronos is like, isn't he supposed to be the protector of Tartarus? More so forced to do so, not so much. Yeah, like he's chained up. Atlas. Yeah, he really yeah. just wanted to eat his kids. That's all he ever wanted to do. The ultimate power, unlimited <laughs> power. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Ares, he kills, uh, he kills all the Greek gods. He's, he's going to go kill all the Amazons. He wants to keep men in this kind of constant state of war. Um, aren't we though? Hmm? Aren't we though? Yeah. Yeah. That's why, you know, killing Ares doesn't 
stop men from wanting to wage war. It doesn't end it, but it does fuel him, right? See, that's the that's the what? part. That's the weird part. If you, he garners his power from the intent. So, like the feelings of love fuel Aphrodite, right? Mm-hmm. Is the it feelings like if you just of stop war. Believing in Santa Claus, he doesn't want to. Save it's like yes, anymore? yes. In theory, that's how that would work. Yes. But man could never stop believing, or man could never have. Uh, man could never lose that urge to, you know, jealousy and suspicion. Mm-hmm. You can't go from knowing it to like, yeah, not knowing it. Yeah, because they're constantly at war with themselves on the inside. There you go. I love how you talk about it like it doesn't include you. <laughs> oh no, that doesn't. That includes all of us. Everyone has uh, fighting their own e- internal war. Um, S- skeletons in their closet. Yeah, skeleton army. Mine's, um, that's, mine actually scares me every time I go to get a shirt. Every morning. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Let me get that one. Dang. Forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Zeus, uh, before he, he goes off, uh, he not only does he defeat Ares, but he also um, creates this utopia for the Themyscirans to live on, isolated away from... Um, so here's the thing away from Ares but Ares isn't killed he's just like wounded is that like that's what they're saying is like yeah they don't know if he's dead or not mm-hmm. she doesn't say that um, she, he kills him she say that you know he, she, he hurts him so bad that he was forced out so mm-hmm. which yeah. how did how did um, Ares become stronger than all of the gods is it because man was at that peak war raging time is it like is that the thing like man is fueling Ares, so he is very powerful than compared to the other gods probably is that what that is maybe the themiscaran revolt uh was a double-edged sword and it fueled him yeah it's like i I mean that's like santa logic (laughs) (laughs) please explain to me the logic of a year without santa claus Okay, so you see, kids don't believe in Santa, so he doesn't want to do Christmas. But then when they start believing in him, the dude wants to save Christmas. Hi, I'm Mark. Welcome to the uh, stop motion. The minute without a Santa Claus. The minute without a Santa Claus. That's a don't put that idea out there. <laughs> um, and someone take it away. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna go more on those things. Do you like those movies? Those stop motion Christmas. Yes, the R- I like just, and the just that one. Is the year without like Santa Claus the same one with the uh, uh, Jack Fro- with the Jack Frost wizard, and he teaches him how to walk? No. Which one is that? Oh, that one is just Jack Frost. Ain't it? Yeah. He have his own? Is it just Jack Frost? Yeah, because he cuts up s- uh, he cuts up snowflakes. In that movie uh, too? Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember him having a robe, and he he couldn't walk. Like I don't know how he got around. He slid on snow or something like that. I don't know. You're talking about Frosty the Snowman. No. One foot in front of the other. No, it's a stop motion with the kid that looks like the same exact uh, kid that young guy that plays Santa. In the same other stop motion thing, I have the yeah, internet literally meets, right in front of me, and I'm, I'm not using it. Chris Kringle. Is that the movie? Young Chris Kringle? It's like a no, young Frankenstein young, thing? Now, what if Chris Kringle was a Greek guy? Or young, Saint, <laughs> young Nicholas or whatever. So no, but it's like 
it's I'm pretty sure it's you called think Santa Death Santa could be Aries in a fight? Um, it it de- <laughs> honestly, I think it depends yeah, on it the people belief in the, in either of them. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> who's enough, trending better? If enough people <laughs> believed in Santa Claus, you think he could win a fight against Aries? Um, you think I mean, probably probably not in August. You know, that's probably like you know Santa probably doesn't want to pick fights in you know August. May. He doesn't want to step on the uh, Easter Bunny's toes either. That guy, let me tell you, that guy's got some big feet. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> I'm still on the claymation thing because I ignored everything that happened. Just <laughs> um, do you think Santa Claus could win a fight against Aries? Put a comment oh in the boy. comment section down below. Um, But. Diana, as the story is being told here, Diana does sneak out. I don't know if it's the same time, same, you know, or different Yeah, day. she fakes going to sleep like every little kid with their parents, and then she sneaks out. You ever sneaked out of the house? No, but you fake sleep so you can play, like, video games or watch TV or watch something. Watch South Park. Yeah, I know. That's how it works. But real question, you guys ever sneak out of the house? Um, no. One no? time I was, like, playing with my friend and it was like nighttime and it, we were like sleeping over his house and he lived down the street from me and I do remember we were out in the backyard and we wanted to play like you know uh, covert person Jax. like you're gonna go Gears, sneak into your like yeah, break Metal into Gear your solid <laughs> thing and like we did we did like sneak through bushes and, and people's backyards all the way to my house and then went back and his mom was like you know furious gonna call the cops because we were missing how old were you? Um, had to have been like, I don't know, between seven and ten, maybe eight, okay. maybe Sounds eight or nine. Right. Yeah, maybe, maybe ten. It was probably I was probably ten, but like too young, and it was um, like nighttime, and it was like, hey, that's uh, you know, what if someone was if we were if yeah, we were I on the sidewalk and stuff it. like that and <laughs> you saw like two 10-year-olds walking down the street at like you know 8:30 p.m. you'd probably be like uh what's going on <laughs> yeah uh i guess when you think about it it's like yeah it is pretty young for two kids to be sneaking into people's yeah, backyards yeah i don't think i w- i never had to sneak out it was always i mean i told my mom hey i'm going out and she'd be like okay <laughs> yeah. all right stay alive come home alive I was like a shut-in, so it didn't really matter. Um, but yeah, so Diana sneaks out, and at first I thought Antiope was a statue. Like, I don't know why, but I was like, is there just like this statue under this bridge? And I'm talking like the first time I saw this movie, because I've seen it for the first time. You don't really know how the story pieces are going to connect. But I didn't think, I thought maybe she was going to like train alone or something. I didn't know Antiope was going to be waiting and, we had this conversation uh, on Monday where it's like, is Antiope going to be like, oh, yeah, guess we're not training, wink, and then, like, this happens. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's interesting to be like, oh, I guess uh, Antiope's just been standing here this whole this whole night waiting for her to show up. Um, Maybe they plan. They, 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 they've talked about it before. Because, I mean, she if, when she does run up to the, you know, last week when she ran up to the um, – training grounds it seems like mm-hmm. she you know has already 
you know, aspire to do that. It's not like she was like walking up and being like, whoa, what's this? It's not like she's seen it the first time. She was like throwing punches and like being like, oh, I'm included. Um, so yeah, this has probably been or, going on for, you know, a little bit. Like maybe um, she was going out by herself in the same spot a lot. And then uh, Antiope saw her come to the mm-hmm. grounds and like really, really want it. And then have the, well, they all had the argument with Hippolyta and she was like, I know where she trains in secret. And then just, yeah, maybe there's a, like, and not an official one released or anything, but like, maybe there's like a prequel story to this where it's like, today was the day that she was going to be trained by Antiope. And so that's why she's running to those training grounds because she knows like today she's being trained by Antiope because yeah. Antiope was like, Hey, we're I mean, train. In, in the new wonder woman, you're still going to get baby Diana. That does yeah. sound like just like so. a, um, just like a stage direction, just like some in the script, just like as a little thing. It was like, you know, yeah. little back background information of like, you know, in fact, tonight would be the night that she will go and train with. But yeah, and then she, she does start the, the training and, um, Diana has this training montage that happens. A lot of beautiful shots in this, especially her riding the horse through the field of flowers. I think that's that sounds like an absolute delight. It's like, like a travel video. Come visit the Miscare. Yeah, come visit Italy or something, and like ride a horse through. What like are you? Map. What part are you at? How many seconds? You're like, oh, oh geez, you're way you're way in there. Sorry, I thought we were still on the. I think we're done with the Greek mythology storytelling. Are we? Is that, he's it, stepping on Ares that, or uh, Athena. That's what's unfortunate, right? Is he stepping on? It's problematic. Yeah, everybody's pushed off the mountain except for <coughs> or Athena or Hera, whichever one of that is. I'm sure there's a def- she, the, the the I'm sure the images from these Greek gods definitely come from uh, somewhere. No, you, you know who I think that is? Because, well, it could be Athena. Um, There's like she's got like a necklace or something. So figure out who has like the, some sort of amulet or neck necklace or something. It could be Athena, but I I, I think in it was either yesterday's minute or the minute before that we see Artemis is there too because Artemis has a um, a quiver, and I know Artemis Artemis Zeus and Ares were at the battle against Apocalypse in Justice League. Yeah, so they would be even more tragic. Uh, either way, but if, er, if that was Artemis that he was that he had killed right there, that would be one of those things where it's like, oh, that's some continuity that we didn't get um, between those characters before that we, we were supposed to get in the, in the Justice League film. Um, but yeah, that it could also explain how um, maybe the Trident is lost and then um, gets into Atlan's possession. Because. Well, uh, Poseidon is like flying he's blasting off oh yeah. yeah they're like team rocket going out there blasting off again um, and then yeah like they die but their weapons and stuff they just go out there and so I'm assuming that's just kind of like a very subtle way of just being like yeah and th- those artifacts are lost and I'm sure a lot of people were like so what happens to that trident? Because that's a that's a thing that happens. Same thing with um, Ares' sword. Ares' sword looks... I mean, they're all made by Hephaestus. They all have to have magical powers to them. Um, 
and they they go out there so it's like who ends up with those type of his sword is probably the god killer exactly yeah because it looks just like it um um wait no that's that's a red herring though but it it, the god killer is diana i know but what she deems as the god killer sword yeah oh okay yeah then that's probably exactly what that is exactly um but yeah the the shots that they do for the training montage are what's beautiful and and i never really focused on them until we're doing it minute by minute here but it's like especially that that hill uh sparring session that they're having like that's that's awesome um i'm not sure um probably some of it is just green screen layering and all that cgi stuff but it wouldn't be hard to believe that that was like a real that they could use some actual locations like that yeah um but the the part where she's galloping through the meadows with the horse like i want to do that that sounds great you ever ridden a horse I've never ridden a you horse. You ever rode a horse? Rid, ridden? Is ridden Have you a ever word? rode a horse? I've never oh, I've never had the horses in the back. Never. It's never been me. Johnny? Yes. I figured, but, you know, yeah. you just got to make sure. Do you like it? It's all right. You feel powerful riding a horse? Majestic. Or is it like, is it more, is it, it's more of a hassle? It's like, all right, come on. I mean, it's Let not me. nearly as pretty as that. Just give me my Razor scooter. Did it ever uh, come down? Did did, w- did you have a razor scooter and they were like, Johnny, do you want to take the horse to school? And you said, No, mom, <laughs> I got the razor. <laughs> it can fold up I and I can I hook it onto my backpack. I did have a razor scooter. So which one did you prefer, the horse or the razor scooter? I will say a razor scooter. Absolutely, I already <laughs> knew the answer. I knew the oh. answer. I know th- I know these kids. <laughs> I won't tell the horse who said that. What was the horse's name? I don't know. I didn't have a ho- like own a horse. You didn't know the horse's name though. No. This guy. What? Um. I think yeah, that's no. something that you should ask whenever you're. But hey, what's a? Yeah, what's a what's horse? What's name? its name? What's your name? Yeah. What's its name? Just ask the horse. Yeah, that's something that I'd be. In. How old is it? Um. Oh, how I many, don't know. How I many bowel movements horse. has it had today? I wouldn't ask a horse's age. That's oh, really? Disrespectful. You think? Yeah, because what when they tell you the horse's age, you're gonna you're gonna judge it. No, not at all. Yeah, then why ask? I don't. To be honest with you, I honestly don't know the uh, lifespan of a horse. So you can tell me that the horse is four. I'd be like, wow, this horse is young and vibrant. And I'm thinking like <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know if, if a horse was four. I wouldn't be like, is that old or young? Kind of uh, how many how many hands high? How many hands how many hands old is this horse? Uh, how many ha- how many how old can I count? How many hands can I count this horse's age or something? <laughs> this is uh, all the equestrian people are just you know screaming at their radios or whatever they're listening on. <laughs> they're old <laughs> radios. <laughs> oh man, this is a beautiful horse though. A- amazingly be- this is a like a shadow facts type horse right was oh man horse? lord of the horses that guy yeah. what? what a what a champ shadow facts hang on let's uh let's have a can you play the uh can you play the drop for the uh shadow facts appreciation moment 
we don't have it. We okay. We don't. We don't have it. We don't have the drop. Uh, so just edit the sound yeah. bit right there. We'll have it playing in the background. Is it like the what? What song? What? Are, what musical arrangement is that? I have no idea. I don't. I would maybe the, the what could what should be the Shadow Facts appreciation. I think it's song. like the main menu theme for uh, the Two Towers video game. Oh no! It would be him whistling. You know, he does the the double whistle or the the whistle that goes up. Uh, it goes down in octaves. Mm-hmm. He like go or it goes down like half steps or something. I don't something. I buy it, um, but yeah, if uh, I, yeah, I wanna I wanna learn. So no, it's not always uh, a white horse does not always signify the end times, right? It's not it's always a, a pale thing. horse. Yeah, whatever. I don't know the difference. Yeah, it's I I don't think about it when I see a white horse here. Um, it really is just like a, and it sounds weird, like an actual pale horse. Like it's a white horse, but it's like, it's not this shiny. You know what I mean? I don't know how many. Cause it, what's the, sh- that's another thing you got to ask the, when you're about to ride the horse. Uh, what's the shine? What's the, sh- what, what shine level is this thing at? How shiny is the horse? You think people are like that where they're like, oh, I can't ride that horse. It's white and i have a thing about white horses probably it's like the thing about black cats yeah, yeah there's white. that whole thing yeah. it's like a superstitious thing people yeah. don't like numbers i don't know maybe someone has brought up the pale horse thing in this in this um i mean it, it's that's probably naive as well uh thinking that every single white horse in media is always supposed to be um destruction and death or whatever there was only doom there's a there's a moment in this film, and I I don't know if it's it's probably next week's minutes, but there is an animal where I'm like, well, also there's this white peacock in this one, right? Or yeah, and Hippolyta was riding a the white you know probably this horse but that Diane is on like, in the painting signifies like peace. It could to say me. it's it, yeah. Well, it could signify anything. It's pureness, uh, clean peace, um, mm-hmm. renewal, rebirth, blank exactly. Like anything like that. So um, we're going to come back to this closing bit of Themyscira as we get to see like this beautiful like Italian beach with all these um, rock formations poking out of the coastline. In the beginning of this transition, there's one statue. Then there's mm-hmm. the two bus. And then I'm like, oh, no, there's one, two, three. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Seven. Oh, my gosh. Maybe they're Here we guys. go. Here Maybe. we go. <laughs> you never know because you can't see them up close, right? The only one yeah. you see is the big, uh, the I big see one. One, two of them. One looks female. One looks male. Okay, then maybe it is all the Greek gods. Maybe it's seven Greek gods. We'll have to. Uh, Why they haven't knocked the Aries one off? Who knows? It doesn't look well, like there's any missing. You're supposed to honor them or something. Wait, what about that one? There's a whole. There's a platform that doesn't have a bust on it. And it's the only. Yeah, one. but. Two. Look. Yeah, there's one, two here at that two. at that little oh, uh, planter. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. It does go Six, to the seven. corner, but it, but it is seven, ain't it? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. Those are the gods because as she says, like, we thank the gods for for giving us all of this. And I think that's why those statues are there, is because it is supposed to be a place that you go visit to reflect and be like Hey, this when you want to think about 
the Greek gods and all they, all that they have done for us. Um, it's like you look at out at this ocean, um, right? And so um, that explains that. But so here's here's the interesting part. So Diana looks to her mother and says, and and the god killer. So Queen Hippolyta has never explained this to her before. Which means that Antiope has spilled the beans on this. What do you mean? Or sh- she's interpreted the Ares killed the gods with something. Yeah, that's that. That was the interpretation. That's the whole. That's the Ben Kenobi bullshit that we're getting with. What do you mean? That the from a certain point of view, the god killer was a weapon that Ares was using to kill the gods, mm-hmm. and not just he was. That's why that our question was valid, of how is able to how was Ares able to overpower all the gods? Because from Hippolyta's story, he had a specific weapon that was powerful enough to do it. But in reality, it was just he was powerful because of you know war being raged and you know on just the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <clears throat> the whole lies of the Jedi uh, is the idea of a weapon of Diana believing that there is a weapon that can kill gods and her believing that throughout her entire life until finally the threat of Ares appears and then her being like, oh, pff, yeah, I know how to do that. It's, you know, it's my sword in the tower. <laughs> you know, that's that <laughs> toy that I've been playing with as a kid. Yeah, I got it. It's like a little kid's interpretation. It's. It's like a very boiled down explanation that's easy for a child to understand. There needs to be a weapon. It's the weapon. It's that thing that's locked up in that tower that I'm not it's allowed to touch. It's the MacGuffin. And then as so many stories do, they go, oh, this MacGuffin does it. And then, But nobody corrects her because they don't want to inform her that she is actually the god killer. Mm-hmm. I took it as that way, too. Like, obviously, we're like, oh, yeah, she is the god killer. Um but I also took it as like that's not what Queen Hippolyta was telling her. Queen Hippolyta was like, "Yes, Ares did kill the other gods," but I don't think that was ever something that she was like, "And he killed them with this." Yeah, she like, said that in, in a couple minutes ago. Well, you also have Antiope telling the story as well, the way she's telling it. There was two people telling the story. I thought it was just Hippolyta's yeah. voiceover. No, it's switching oh. back and forth. I did not know that. So yeah. maybe Antiope was the one saying about the weapons and stuff like that. Which is like why, I mean, Hippolyta will later be like, she will later confront Antiope for training Diana and to know that she's being trained by Antiope. So there's a, to me, I got a sense of like, that's not something she's ever explained. She, because, um, when Diana says, and the God killer, and she goes, what? Like, that's not like. But it's also like, you have she's to like, think. What are you talking about? I've never once mentioned this thing to you. But it's also like. She probably named it. I thought, she, yeah, I thought she did tell her about the God killer in the story, in in the painting. The God killer is a concept, but Diana has made it into a weapon. And the thing is, it's like, how many times have you been told a story, like, as a kid, and you fixated on something? Right, but there's also a physical sword here. So, whoever's telling the 
it's it, it, it it's a lives of the Jedi thing. You know, whoever <laughs> is in charge of telling the story of their people, Hippolyta, somehow needed to devise a way to say it, it's all because of to protect Diana, obviously. But there had to be a god killer, and that thing had to be an object, and it, you know, let's make it a sword. So that tale has been told for a very long time, or at least for however old Diana is. is Which is, now is that's, Di- uh, so, so the story. That's another I, question. That's it's another like, question. how old is she? Yeah, how old is she? And then Zeus creating a god killer, or, you know, Zeus created the god killer to, no, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't remember what part of that story was, but Zeus creating the god killer was them creating Diana, but. Diana. But Zeus didn't create Diana to be like, hey, this is a weapon to be used against us. I think, didn't Zeus create Diana because Hippolyta wanted a daughter? That's the skew of the story, right? So they've spun it to be he created a god killer. And that, we also but, don't but know from the how story far that, back in time yeah. we are now. What? We don't know what year it is right now. In, in this young Diana. Like, we don't know how... How long ago was this? Yeah. How long ago... Because obviously... I mean, well, if between... she's... You know, if she if we're, if we're thinking that she's, you know, 30, 33, later on in the movie, in 1919... Mm-hmm. Um, but then this is... Age. Yeah. She could be, like, baby Yoda aging. It could be, like, yeah. 100 then this years. Is, then, like, right now, it would be, like, Earth years. It'd be 18... 88 or 1880, 1890. But then you have to think about it. The 1800s weren't Greek mythology times. <laughs> We'd have to go back and be like, okay, did the Greek mythology people, did they ever give a time and date of when every the year, died? Every year that she grows is actually 100 years in human years. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like It could be like uh, the, the Renaissance probably hasn't even happened yet. This is like bc this is bc yes that dude jesus ain't even around yet what we're seeing right now is young diana is bc so yeah it would have to create him destroying Ares. he created diana at the same time no because like fetus diana did not kill Ares like as that god killer weapon no 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 No, when in Zeus's dying breath or whatever. When he created Themyscira, did he also be like, oh, also, here's a child. Here's a child that's going to protect you because it's here's half, the last of my god. Yeah, the last of my power mm-hmm. giving it to a new person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a new child, I'll a be new see. hope, if you okay. will. So, so the war on Olympus was probably, you know, obviously, that's, that's cool to think about those things waging for hundreds of years, but time is not a construct to them. Yeah. But then we also have their description of mankind as like kind of renaissance looking baroque people and not like Neanderthals and cavemen and stuff like that so Yeah. We don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell the, you know, time cuz I I don't Diana doesn't age one to one like we do. No. So when you're thinking BC is like Neanderthal, but BC is before Christ, so it's that's like, also Greek, Greek, uh, Grecian time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, when I was talking about like Neanderthal and all that, I was talking like 
when they created mankind, when the gods created mankind. Who said gods created mankind and we started with the Ice Age? Yeah, it uh. could have just been like poof creationism. Because if you're creating man in the image of Zeus, mm-hmm. they created them as Greeks, not as Neanderthals. You sure Adam and Eve weren't hanging out with dinosaurs? So I saw that in a museum. There was a snake. And now you're saying Adam and Eve is. There was a snake. Snakes are dinosaurs. <coughs> <laughs> snakes are dinosaurs. It's been confirmed. It actually wasn't a snake. It was a plesiosaur. So. Hence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Garden of Eden was actually, you know, a, a water world type Kevin Costner place. It's actually an Archaeopteryx, first of all. I don't know what that um, is. I knew the plesiosaur was in water, so I made the water world joke. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to unplug his mic if he keeps going. <laughs> it was actually a parasaurolophus. Anyways. Um, what is that one? That sounds like parasail. Does that have a big fan on it or something? It's the duckbill dinosaur. Oh, all right. Never mind. That's the one where you're supposed to go to Hadrosaur Cove, uh, no. but you don't go to Hadrosaur. We're, we're unplugging his mic right now. <laughs> Anyways. Welcome back to Jurassic. Minute. It's not even park. Just anything in the Jurassic period. Where's the Bush Gardens? That's dinosaur. Okay, moving on. Yeah, there's um, there's one. It's not. It's it's still on the way. Where is it? Like Plant City, dinosaur <laughs> dinosaur world or something like that. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yes, I the know. one that has the T Rex. Oh Pokemon. yeah, dinosaur yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been there. Anyways, um, yeah. So I there's a lot of I have a lot of questions about the God Killer thing. Um, I, I don't think Hippolyta has ever talked about it. I think it's, or at least a sword, really. And if it is, uh, if the sword is something special, um, it is something special, right? Like, Hephaestus made it. It's special. <laughs> and so what, is it Ares sword where they just like, yeah, we're going to hold on to this. Um, I don't know. Is, I don't... is Diana supposed to have the sword anyways? Like, let's say she doesn't ask about it ever. She grows up. Is she supposed to get the sword later on? Um, well, everything in here, in this vault that they have, um, is supposed to be like, these are gifts from the gods. Um, and in the Art of Book, it explains that um, the, the design of these kind of um, cases for these artifacts is supposed to invoke a sense of like, yeah, this was actually given to them by God. So how does that look like? If you were if you were to receive something from Greek gods, what would it look like and how would it look different from the rest of Themyscira? And so with Themyscira, you have like this very earthly utopia. But when you see the the gifts from the gods, it does have to have this sense of um, it's like actual whimsical magic. Yeah, gold. magic organic gold or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. not organic. Uh Mm. Not organic, because organic would mean imply movement, I guess. But like, have, come straight from magic. We have like, to think about it. It's yeah. like a if the it's the marriage between like magic and technology is Hephaestus. Yeah. So. It's swooshy. It's it's swooshy. That's an actual scientific term. Yeah. Smithed by a god, you know, like mm-hmm. it has to have that quality to it. Well, and they're all blessed. Uh, well, not the sword technically but like the the armor armory and or the armaments that she wears mm-hmm. and her lasso are blessed mm-hmm. they're anointed by a god it's not i mean 
Hephaestus made the sword great, but it does it doesn't have like uh, an enchantment. There we go. That's what I meant. An enchantment. Yeah. You remember that right. episode of, or it was like the TV movie of the Fairly Odd Parents, um, where like the world it was the cupcake one, and Timmy had like all the. You remember he like put the cloak on. Uh, Santa's bag and he used it as a cloak and like his head it looked like Moon Knight and he had like the Tooth Fairy's magic floss like the lasso kind of thing and yes that was that's really cool like we- weapons somebody gets a weapon that's like you know from like a god or like you know a fairy tale person and it's just like I don't know like the the the, the tooth floss lasso thing is kind of cool the the cloak uh, the Santa's bag as a cloak disappearing cloak was was neat. Those things are you pretty cool. You get like cool. a piece of a piece of them. Yeah. Basically. Um what's his name? Uh Oh jeez. What the hell is his name? The sword, the kid, the demigod with the sword. The uh, Clash of the Titans. Percy? Percy Perseus. Perseus. Percy Jackson? No, not Well, about? yeah, Percy Percy Jackson, but the real guy. Are you Theseus? No, not Theseus. Theseus has the has the bow and arrow. Um but that's another one. That bow and arrow was a, a a tool, a weapon of the gods, and um, Theseus was given. I it. think in one myth, uh, Theseus and Antiope were married. Yeah. Really? Then, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. You said demigod kid, and I, I thought of Percy Jackson, but I think you meant Perseus. Perseus. What, that's what I said, right? I said Perseus. Yeah. yeah which but is Percy Jackson, Jackson is Perseus. Yeah. Is, is Perseus? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, the kid, the demigod with the sword is. That's who I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I do, l- just love that idea of you know weapons forged by the gods that were someone's yeah. and they were given to somebody. And um, they 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 do that for injustice, the DC Comics injustice, where they're like Wonder Woman's uh, boots are boots for Hermes and like her tiaras mm-hmm. from one, the lasso of Hestia. Uh, I think she like. Hera is one of the other items on her. And so, like, I know in Injustice, it is, like, each one of her armaments is from a god. Yeah. Um, I, I'd be cool to assume that it's the same thing for this one. Um, I would very much believe that this god-killer sword is Ares' sword. Um, and so, from a certain point of view, yeah, maybe it is a god-killer because it has killed gods before. Um, but the wielder is, is the killer. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so Guns don't kill pretty. people. That whole thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's exactly. Uh, God that's killer exactly. swords don't kill people. That's what the Greek gods sounded like. Yeah, right? that's they were on. they were all <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a god killer. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, there's a there's a couple more of these uh, relief um, reliefs that we see on their way to go visit this um, uh, Just a tower. It's a tower. Tower. It's a, it's a tower. And uh, this is the like the first time we actually see like doors and stuff. You know, we talked about like the openness on Monday, mm-hmm. um, but like this, I guess this is supposed to be like um, to show like this is that one place where it's actually not as open, and we don't talk about it, and these things are locked away. Um, and so that might be a thing where it's like, yeah, look at the opposite of this. 
where we show you that there are these giant thick doors that block anyone from entering this place. Um, and so, but there's a couple, she explains that like the gods gave us many gifts. Um, and we see three, three released along this giant wall as they walk through Themyscira. Also, there's this incredibly beautiful establishing shot of Themyscira. But um, I'm gonna, it, it looks a little bit like um, what we saw last week with like Zeus granting um, protection over the Amazons and the Amazons like, uh, I guess, praising Zeus and all that. Is, am I getting, is anyone got any something different? I don't know. Thanking. I don't know if praise is, is something that they would use. That sounds more um, Western to me. Yeah. Praising bad. Uh, it just it's just a different connotation. <clears throat> it's different religious uh, view, I think. Um, because I don't think I don't know I don't know if they praised I don't know if if God if Greek gods or Roman gods are are praised. I know that they're celebrated. I know that they're thanked, but I don't know if they're praised in the way that um, how Western civilization has, or you know, Christianity and Catholicism has deemed it. Yeah, because it's also like it's, the Greek gods did a lot of again messed up crap. So yeah. it's not like you're gonna praise everything they do. Yeah, so exactly. you thank them when something great happens, and mm-hmm. that's about it. But also, I mean, like you could like again, you could you, you do pray to Dionysus before you do mm-hmm. your show. But it's is is praying yeah, the guidance. same as praise? It's uh, I don't know, or asking, you know, or th- or I thanking. I guess that's probably what I was thinking. I was thinking like, I guess my interpretation of praising was a little bit not so much being fanatical or always supportive of it. It's more just like belief. Um, well, so like, I think a, a good thing to think of now is like what right now in 2019, if you were to go to the Parthenon, um, would there be, um, I mean, the, the whole point of that is not to see it as a, you know, a man-made monument or a statue to ogle on that, but like to see, to go to that for its purpose where you would go to the statue of Athena and what do you do there? Like, what what were Grecians doing at that statue of Athena when they would go to the Parthenon? Like, were they there for social hours? Was it just an all inclusive thing? And these are obviously answers or questions that have been answered in textbooks and shit. But like, I mean, it's were like there people you, that uh, were make an offer? Yeah, were there people just making offerings, or were there people just sitting down and saying, "Hey, thanks for," I don't know. Like, wh- like what? What? I guess what it was just the actual depends. thing? Yeah. Um, cause, cause the, the, like the Parthenon was not the same place where someone would go and, and stand and say, you know, Athena was the greatest thing and she did this and she did that. It's like, well, no, they have yeah. their own. Exactly. They, they had the theaters. Places. They had the, 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 what do you call that? The amphitheaters and, and all those things. And, mm-hmm. you know, you had people well, like, like Ptolemy going and spouting ast- astronomy or whatever the hell he would do. But there's actually like. The temp- like temples of Aphrodite or yeah. temples of blah blah blah, and you would go and there's like a statue of Aphrodite. And yeah, you would, that that like that whole like Disney Hercules movie of you go and see a statue of Zeus and you talk to Zeus, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And he says, "Ha ha, my boy." Sure, and then gives you yeah uh, your Pegasus back, and that's fine. Well, who is that voiced by? Rip, uh, Rip, uh, Rip Torn. No, no, who voices Rest Zeus? Is it Rip Torn? It's Rip Torn. 
Yeah, I think you're right. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hearing it now. I have to. I I didn't. I had to not hear the my boy part and try to hear it in just normal dialogue. And I'm pretty sure it's Rip Torn. Yeah. Are you? I don't do a really good Rip Torn. Are you looking up IMDb? Did you see it? No. Absolutely not. I've seen that I got movie it. Way too many I got times. it. I got 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 it. I'm just picturing him going Hades, like. But as Rip Torn. Yeah. I'm not. I can't have that. Is that really his last yeah. name? No. It, no yeah, it was not. Zeus. Yeah, T O R N Rip Torn. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, he played Zeus. Mm. Um, well, that's unfortunate that his parents named him Rip. And <laughs> oh yeah, and I totally forgot Paul Schaefer was Hermes. My mother hates Paul Schaefer. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer is the um, uh, band leader of uh, David Letterman. Really? Yeah. Um, he was also in the movie Spinal Tap. He's very prominent. He's a very good musician, to be honest with you. I I enjoy Paul Schaefer, but my mom can't stand him. I think he's <laughs> I think he's just wild. And it's just funny to point and laugh, to be honest with you. Mm. Anyway. No, that's... Um, he played Artie Fufkin in Spinal Tap. I remember that. Artie Fufkin, Paul, Paul <laughs> Mirror Records. <laughs> Johnny is like, what a last name. <laughs> I, I had to mouth it. That's why Mark was laughing at me, because I was just like, Fuff. He'd be like, what's your name? And you like, Artie. Artie what? And you... <laughs> Artie Fufkin, Paul Mirror Records. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was his line in it. Because then he also like the it was they were supposed to be doing a signing and like it went no one showed up or something. He was like, it's my fault. Just I'm gonna I'm gonna bend over the table and you're just gonna smack my ass. Just smack it. Just smack my ass. And if you enjoy Spinal Tap, there is Spinal Tap in it. Uh, in what Spinal it? Tap in what? No, there's a minute by minute podcast of Spinal Tap. Oh, I thought you said there's Spinal Tap in it. I was like, in oh, in what? In, is it? That, <laughs> is there Spinal Tap in this Spi- gazpacho? Spinal Tap under there. Spinal Tap uh, under. <laughs> uh, I really don't have anything else for this one because um, the God Killer. Uh, we we see the God Killer. Uh, there is some other artifacts in there, but that kind of gets explained. To Monday on Monday, not tomorrow, Monday, uh, because uh, it ends with um, that this is the God Killer, and then Diana asks, Who will wield it? I think she says, Yeah, and uh, that's all I have for this one. I don't know about you guys. You guys have anything? Mm-mm. Um, yeah, is there glass above that window of the above the sword? Oh, you're so infatuated with the idea of glass. I just need, I the, yeah, the architecture is just really. Th- did we settle on they have glass making? Glass making's a thing. Yeah, it has to be right. Yeah, glass at this point because okay. um, they show. They show glass in Justice League, that there's a glass ceiling because it has the mother box detail on okay. it. Okay. And that. I don't think you would want it to rain inside this tower i wouldn't want it to rain on my parade either hey yo hey um but no i i think i think there i think there you think it rains on themascara 
no, there's no way. It's paradise. But then, uh, so like, how do the plants? Uh, how do the foliage? Fo- foliage. How does that get? <laughs> yeah. How does foliage. that? I said that same thing. I, dude. I fe- when you said that, I felt that. Uh, that because I say foliage, 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 foliage. It's foliage. Foliage. Uh, <laughs> Why are you doing fuck, this to me? What is it? Fauna and flora. Fauna and flora. Fauna's animals, flora's. No, I'm thinking of the twins from the Adams <laughs> family. <laughs> what's happening? You're thinking of cousin It. Everything's unraveling. No, yeah, uh, what's his name? Uncle Fester had the um, the two twins, Fauna and. Oh and yeah, Flo- uh, totally Uncle Fester yeah. and and. Um, yeah, Fester, fa- Fauna, and Flora. Oh crap! What's the what's the guy's name? Mister Adams. <laughs> Gomez. Uh, Gomez. <laughs> I. And not, my Adam's family brain is not turned on, but no, uh, yeah, it's th- th- through a curveball at you on that one. Yeah, um, you're talking about the twins that they dated. Yeah, they're called, they were called <laughs> Fauna and Flora and Fauna. You remember this, Johnny? Yeah, because they weren't goth girls. Yeah, no, they, they were, were just normies. Um, like it's, did you answer this question? Do we get to see all of these artifacts that are in this tower? Is it just her t- tiara, body armor, sword, and lasso? Well, the TR, uh, there's no TR in this one. You just see the body armor in the back and the sword, right? I don't even think. What you do see we the see? The what, is, what do we know? What we see all the way? What is that thing that's in the smaller uh, cutout? I thought that was the body armor. Fifty-five seconds. No, it's in like I, a little circle. Uh, it looks like it could be a helmet. To be honest with you. Oh. Yeah, I really don't know what that is. Um, it doesn't look like a tiara. The tiara she gets is from Antiope after. Mm-hmm. Um, cool alrighty guys we're going to go ahead and wrap up for the week if you enjoyed everything you heard you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society you can join us to talk about today's minute or any other minutes that you're catching up on and uh, you can also find Johnny on Austin Powers Minute and what is your, what is your Facebook group? The Electric Psychedelic Pussycat Swingers Club oh <laughs> you hate to hear it, but you love to be there. <laughs> That's the tagline. And we'll catch you guys Monday for Minute 11 of Wonder Woman Minute.